Hi, my name is Grace Ladoja and I was just on I Said What I Said podcast. Are you into Bebo? I actually do want to travel around Nigeria. It's just a trip. Oh, got to go. Was that one time I had a question? The teacher said, is it time for questions? <laughs> Can't you wait? This is the podcast for you. I mean, just a sidebar to questions. Nobody's getting saved by the fact that you're not getting some. Act of being an adult, grown up city. <laughs> yeah. What we're talking about. I said what I said. The Unsolicited Opinions podcast starts now. Who was prepared for this? Hello, boys and girls. Hello, all. How y'all doing? The bounce is homecoming. It's coming home. Go, what, girl? What? <laughs> you you to, didn't even think it through one the bit. The bounce is what? Grace, to tell us what the bounce is. <laughs> <laughs> we have a really cool guest in the house today. Yes, it's we very do. Exciting. We have Grace Ladoja in the house. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? Who's Hi. looking infinitely cooler than everybody Bro. in this room? <laughs> everybody in this room is tough. No, you're both looking great. Chris, do you want to introduce yourselves to our audience? Yes, I don't mind introducing myself. My name's Grace Ladoja. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, British-Nigerian. I am an entrepreneur. I have a few different pillars to my career. I am a music manager, so I manage some artists called Skepta and SARS and a, and a brand called Moalola. I also have an agency called Metallic. We work with loads of global brands um, and do strategy that really based around youth culture mm. and authenticity, blah, blah, blah. And then I have a festival called Homecoming, which is here in Lagos, Nigeria. Yes. Excuse me, please. Look at how my good sis did not mention that, that Queen Lizzie. Uh, uh, <laughs> and I was waiting for excuse me are we not going to talk about the MBE or <laughs> it's so funny because I actually wasn't going to take the MBE really yeah, because I'm not like pro royal sure yeah um, and there's a lot of problems with, it's problematic actually yeah. but then I remembered like one of my good friends reminded me that some kid can use you as an example yeah. of like having an alternative career and getting, and getting an MBE, an MBE and yeah. your parents will understand that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Because you will be like, oh, what do you say? You say I want yeah. to do music. Grace has an MBE. Like the For queen. music. You know the queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on the money. She <laughs> gave, she gave her an yeah. award. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Awesome. Um, so, should we get into, before we start, we always solve. Before we solve, there's a, already a problem. Mm, what's the problem? <laughs> Pan to this young man. <laughs> 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 take camera, take camera to this to this boy. Who's camera is going to he will, yeah, this him. is already something that we need to sort sort. <laughs> Let, your charity always begins <laughs> at home. In terms of your socks. <laughs> I just want to Oh, okay. to you sure? Okay, let me just ask you a serious question. This Police, socks is your original. Yes. When did they start making this two ticks? Mm. Okay, that really? okay. it's one Hold sock. on now. No, it's true. It's an authentic sh- Now, sock. here's the thing. <laughs> this shoe that I went with the socks. The loafers. Were you did you dress up and then plan to wear like a separate, like a different shoe? Then you now wore the shoe. Or how did I just want to know how we arrived? <laughs> because <laughs> you know, one thing about this this you know the theory of chaos. Mm. One thing about this Michael Jackson is that every time I see him, like there's there's like a deep chaos in his spirit there's always it's like it's itching to come out yeah. so what would have happened is that he would have dressed up and realized i actually look just like sensible normal mm-hmm. i thought i know Let what i'm gonna do it. next <laughs> i'm gonna wear calf high socks and loafers 
and therefore I'm going to look like a mix between a homeless person and a lesson teacher. <laughs> because I just want to know what could be happening down here. Like, no, was, how did we get here? How did we actually get here? And you know, he saw the socks and I thought, oh, this matches. No, he was like, drip. Ah, I know he was like, boy. this is match. <laughs> Did you take a picture today? Of course. Oh, ah, God, God. <laughs> of course. No, of this course. is the first issue that we need to solve. Because people were saying, oh, last week, why didn't we have my God? Excuse me, we had Evra. <laughs> I just, like, <laughs> I think you guys have lost focus. We had Patrice Evra. I saw people were commenting, oh, where's Michael Jackson? I thought, excuse me. Focus. Look at who we have. <laughs> Anyway, so that's what's going on today. Please go okay. ahead. So our first, uh, our first problem comes from someone called asking for a friend, mm. and she says, "Hey guys, love your show, and I've written twice, so I had to change my name, so you guys don't think I have too many problems." <laughs> Here's the thing: someone close to me, I promise you, it's not me, has started seeing a guy she likes. He's decent looking and spends on her, and seems cool from afar. I haven't met him, but she only has good things to say. I don't exactly trust him because I don't know him, but it's her life, not mine. Thank God, you know. <laughs> My real problem is that he seems to be going through things and she's having to um, comfort him constantly, even though she has her own things going on. Mm. I don't think he knows her well enough to keep placing these huge emotional burdens on her. I know it sounds kind of heartless, but is it wrong to expect that you kind of hold up on trauma dumping in the early stages of dating? Isn't that what your friends are for? I'm worried for her mental. I want to tell her to step away for for a while. Am I evil? Girl, you're not gonna tell her to step away. <laughs> well, fake me, do you know what starts? Girl, what like first of all, for, I mean, do you know what fair? Mm-hmm. Because for especially for my friends, I want them to live a soft life. Mm. So like you've just started dating somebody, next thing this week he's having a problem. <laughs> <laughs> next week he's having to yeah. excuse me. Do you know what I mean? You don't even want to take the dating a bit slowly before mm. oh we I mean we all have deep rooted mm. issues. It's not day zero that we all <laughs> And the way her friend knows is that, you know, when someone has complained to you so much that you now have to tell yeah. someone else so that you can understand mm. what you're meant to mm. do. Personally, I don't know about, it seems a bit early for like heavy stuff. I and agree. I think heavy stuff constantly is what you're saying. I think it's a flag. It's a red flag for me. Red, red, red flag. flag. And it's also linked to narcissism. <laughs> a lot of, and it's true. My friend wrote a big article on it. It's like, there's a narcissistic trait to bring trauma in very early. Yeah. To have someone feel like they're you know they get, gain the trust really quickly and then they start depending on you do you know what I yeah. mean and that's what it is so not that that's the case but it does happen sometimes <laughs> mm. I also think you know there's a thing with I think men need to learn to like girlfriends aren't just for like heavy stuff mm. and therapy like it, it's it's nice to sometimes like share you know share those problems like you and you can tell your boys some mm. <laughs> you tell her some like I, I do think it's a bit it would give me like room for concern if very early on I'm already fake me I come into the studio I'm looking harassed fake me is like what's going on I'm mm. like huh I've got a lot of problems. This your new man again. Yeah, again. And yeah. if came, he's like, aren't we going for drinks? I'm like, no, I have to stop off because another problem mm. again. And, and you're just rethinking, yeah. um, I thought this boy was meant to make everybody happy. Mm, bring you joy know? to Why is it all of a sudden you're taking, you know? And the thing is, it's not that like you shouldn't be there for the person mm. you're with, but like, especially if you've just started going yeah, out. It's too early. It's too it's very early. very early for like, even for you, it's also very early for all your life problems to now mm-hmm. become their own. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. to, mm. how have you even built that level of of trust that I had and that's again the narcissistic trait but yeah. then you know so, like it's also like something women are fed like in a romantic 
like the romantic storyline is like he just trusts you yeah. so much. Yeah. He's bringing this so women he's start to feel very up. Yeah, you start to feel like okay, oh, maybe yeah. you're special. Yeah, because, because he's, he's only coming to, to me. You. But you know another thing is like people segment, right? You have friends with different things, and there's a friend that only knows him for a good time. Mm. How come that's not you? Mm. <laughs> there's someone that knows him and is like this guy is so easygoing. Mm. They don't even you Always know. Going or they out. just mm-hmm. like it's when he wants to have a good time that he calls him. Why can't that be you, love? <laughs> No, I'm honestly, not. like, why not me? At least early on. Do you know what you need? I would like to feel scammed in a relationship. I would like to feel like I thought this guy was easy thought, going. Do you know, I like saying, oh my God, I thought I knew. And then they, yeah, do you know what? The problem, I want to be saying, oh my gosh, you don't have to hide your problems. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So that in seven months, I can call for a chemi and say, oh, more. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a big mistake. <laughs> this guy has family issues. <laughs> not early. No, honestly, like, it's a bit... People need mm. to like backpedal on stuff like that because mm. women are fed to think, to, are taught to think that when they come on really strong very early on, it means that look, he can't talk to you. And you know, Sukami, this is not you. That's Sukami, it's me. Sukami, it's me. You, it's you want me. that, like, oh, he shows you his real self. Hide it, please. <laughs> you know, I know him better than himself. Now, so <laughs> the baby that doesn't know him, she's enjoying mm-hmm. you that you know him. You're suffering. Oh, that's it. And you'll be googling articles. What to do <laughs> when your partner ends? You. So yeah, I think maybe you should mention to her that maybe not step away, but just maybe she can't see it that way. So you'd be like, you know, I don't not- think she needs to necessarily step away, but like there's a boundary that has to be put in place mm-hmm. when you're collecting somebody else's when your whole relationship is defined by how much this person mm. needs you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like this kind of mm-hmm. balance you cannot, it's also a good way to introduce therapy because you can easily say to your partner like I'm actually not like I'm yeah, actually I'm not, to I'm support not, you but I don't I don't know what to do all I'm going to end up saying is oh my god babe I'm so mm. sorry Bele. like I'm it's not, not going qualified to be <laughs> to deal with this level of yeah like people shouldn't be afraid to mm. being a good partner is also being able to say yeah. yo mm. do you think we, you should start seeing someone like it's not a bad thing to see someone because then what happens is you might actually spend more time talking about like you know things that their therapist has told them to implement or like you know figure out as opposed to you feeling the burden of having Mm. to sort that out so maybe you can just say to your friend that girl i'm a little bit worried because it seems like you know you're expected to take on quite a lot of stuff so maybe don't tell her to step away because another thing with it will not seem like oh (laughs) It's when your friend... You big boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a boy. And let me tell you, God forbid you're single. Because the next thing is to be... I mean, how will you know? What do you telling, know? Nobody's telling yeah. you any problem. That's why I... <laughs> yeah. Okay. The second one is from somebody called Woman of Valor. God. Honestly, the people who write in... She I says... Just... And this is how she starts. Hmm. Men will embarrass you. That's true. <laughs> She says, guys, this story is long, but I'll give a brief summary so that my enemies will not laugh at me. I finally gave this guy a chance after he had been disturbing me for many years. He would always say no one can fill my shoes. He loves me with all of his body and soul and all these other deep things. He wasn't necessarily my spec, but he was a good man. So I gave him a chance. My brothers and sisters, it has ended in tears, hot, bitter tears. I found out that he cheated on me with a friend of ours on his way to pick me up to go on a date. As in the same day, straight from cheating to speaking matters of the heart with me. The friend he cheated with felt bad. Of course she did. And told me about, well, maybe he's so, actually. The friend he cheated with felt bad and told me about it. So I confronted him, but he flat out denied it at first. He finally admitted it when he saw the evidence against him was a lot. But he still tried to make it seem like it wasn't that big a deal. On top of this, I found out about many other lies he told during the course of the relationship. He has been begging me since, saying he can't afford to lose me. On the one hand, I know people make mistakes and I actually really like him. But on the other hand, this is a huge disrespect to me. 
and I don't know if I'll ever be able to trust him again. Should I just forgive him and move on, or is this a red flag? It's okay. a red flag. Let, let <laughs> me explain something, sir. He can afford to lose her. In fact, he has already afforded it <laughs> more than once. As you, as on a daily basis, he's affording it plenty times. Actually, he has a lot of room to afford. So what sort of rubbish is that he can't afford to lose her? Somebody that cheated on you, excuse me, he has afforded it. <laughs> it's you that's going to be a mug at the end of the day. Yeah. See, there's a couple of red flags. Once people start telling you that they love you with that body and their soul, okay, meaning what? Mm. Do you get like what does it mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, I love people, but like, where? Why am I saying that? <laughs> I've been in love, and I've never found myself say we, that my but my soul took it. <laughs> what's going? What are we doing? Soul. What's going on? Number one. What was the second thing you said? He wasn't her spec. Are you? Are you seeing? Like, what do you mean? But he was a good man. So you, you, somebody that you even managed. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Ah, and, ah. what's yeah. JB? Ah, I think, I, I think, I think she's. She was hoping that we would say something else. No, no, no. There's nothing of, else. She's asking. There's nothing else to say. She said, "On you with your friend. Why are you asking two strangers? Look at how brazen it is. Someone who loves you with their body, and so they didn't even go and cheat on you mm. outside where you mm. can't find out your guy on the way to see you. Ah, no, 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 no. What he's like trying to explain to you is that he's very wealthy in terms of losing you. He's affording <laughs> it left, right, and center. And he so, will afford this many I, more times. Girl, when you forgive him, uh, anyway, she should go ahead. Mm. That's what I suggest. It's not, it's not a red flag. A red flag is the lie. Like it, It's like know, six flags. It's yeah, like the this whole... This is like... It's like... Yeah. This is not a red, he cheated on you It's the sea. It's red sea. Mm. Everywhere, there's red. <laughs> like, there's red yeah. everywhere you look. I mean, it's, it's not a red flag. Like, I don't think this is a good idea. Especially because he I mean it's not like cheating on in any capacity makes sense but if your first instinct is to lie like you're right. already a liar because you cheated on me and then I find and out then you and then you try to play you. with me and he's still trying to play with her because he's making it seem like it's not a big deal I've had to include that it sounds like she might believe mm. that it's not a big deal I mean it happens people make mistakes mm. yes. no no girl I think you have to or she has one to. of that one final option what? you can cheat back and then you can no, start from the beginning. This is not a cheating back situation. Let me tell you the problem with this babe. The the tears have not reached the boiling point. <laughs> Did you know what I mean? It's still a hot tears. I want her to go for it. So that when it gets to a boiling point, she'll never do that. You know, mm. like children when they want to put their hand on something mm. and you're like, don't do that. Don't after a while, you just have to leave them. Let them do it. So that they will know by themselves that actually maybe next time you shouldn't put your mm. hand there. This is what's happening to my good sis. She wants to go back. So her cup must be full. First. Her cup must be overflowing. <laughs> With disgrace. With disgrace, yes. And she once disgrace spills oh. over, then I think she'll like gather herself. That's yeah. my my general yeah. feeling. Because after all this, we're still discussing, should I forgive him? <laughs> forgive him now. I mean, yeah, you're not Jesus, but you know. <laughs> you can't forgive him. But why do you have to be part of his restoration? All right. I'll find out. Grace, do you have anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, our final one is from someone that calls herself an anxious baddie. Says, hey babes, I hope you guys are all right. Kindly treat as urgent. I think I have a problem. Every time I have a sexual encounter with a person, I tend to avoid them right after. Not because I'm ashamed or anything, but I'm just like, wow, you guys, you really slaughtered me out and you barely know me. <laughs> then I start to ghost them and I'm a girl and I'm a girl. This is what foolish boys do. So it's not on brand for me at all. <laughs> But I can't help it. They just start to look irritating. And actually, men kind of irritate me in general. <laughs> anyway, I need help because I do want something long term. But I don't think I can stand men for that long. Um, um, in case they 
in case they end up wasting my time just to do something foolish. I hope you guys have a lovely week. Oh, you too. Girl. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's giving therapy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I, cause that thing she said at the end, like I was, I was with her at first, mm. you know, I was laughing. And then she said that, like, she doesn't stand men for that long because she doesn't want them. To, it almost sounds like, do you know what? Hurt. I don't want you to fuck up first, mm. so I'm out. Mm. And that is very much giving therapy. Mm. That's all I can say about mm. that. Okay, Grace? Same. It's like a trauma-driven yeah. situation again. She needs to get help. Mm. She can't avoid people because she doesn't want to get hurt. Yes. That's that's all it is. It's, it's self-protection. And you mm. also, you have, like, emotional and physical needs yeah. that you want met. But you don't want to take the risk that will inevitably have to be taken mm. to get yeah, so you end up hurting like. several people along the way no but most importantly herself yeah. you know I'm big on selfishness this mm. year so yeah. not even other people but even you yourself mm. you're not happy like this isn't this is what you bringing you joy it's not like this is your MO and you're just happy with it it's actually bothering you so you do need to figure out where that is coming from and also talk through what is going what a calculated risk will look mm. like to you as well because that's what it's going to end up like in the real world, the whole falling in love thing is all a risk. Very Embarrassment dangerous. is possible. Very dangerous. Disgrace is very possible. Yeah. And um, waste of time. Sometimes it will, it's not even like anything bad happens. Just you guys don't work yeah. the way you thought it would. Mm-hmm. Very possible. So you actually have to figure that out. And unfortunately for you, unfortunately, Fekemi and I are not therapists. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> not quite qualified for yeah, that. Yeah. You, 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 you need to talk to someone who can help you figure out where this is coming from and what a calculated risk will look like to you. I don't believe in being completely foolish in love. Mm. I d- mm. My good sis, no, 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 okay, no. you don't love your body and soul. Like oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to know no, about no, the rest no, of no, 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 In case no. I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> no, I'm like, no, this not... is what's happening out here in the street. Mm, 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 mm. Not my body and soul. Good. It's better. It was only some of my body parts I even <laughs> Not everything. No, no, no. So, it, it, it's just you getting to a place where you figure out what a calculated risk looks like to you and how to spot someone that makes sense that you're happy to be like okay this is a risk yeah. but it's okay for me to take it like I've I've weighed it yeah. and then be ready to cry ah uh-uh. yes excuse me like yes. how no 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 she can't avoid getting her feelings hurt she just needs to be able to I don't to... know about this now no 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 me. she can't avoid it forever what will happen is once you're dealing with a human being another individual mm. at some point they will do something to hurt your feelings it doesn't have to be drastic like cheating like but, <laughs> but, but it's the be same a- in any industry you're, if you're exposed you're exposed yeah. mm-hmm. any risk you take you're exposed mm-hmm. whether it's in a relationship family work exposure yeah. means you could get hurt yeah so yeah. good segue into your career <laughs> Was getting hurt. No, she said you're any industry. Okay. <laughs> if you're out there, I had a yeah. point. I was going like, okay, okay. given that she's out mm. there. Oh, I like it because you're out there, but also like not that out there mm-hmm. in a way where I don't think people realize all the things you do. Mm. Yeah. And she doesn't talk about it often. Like I was no. like, I was doing my Googles. I was like, Grace doesn't give many interviews. Mm. Yeah. Oh. So I don't think people know. So how, when did you like kind of get into this industry? Where did it start? Like music and like the creative industry. Um, I've always been in, actually I started in film. Mm. So I studied film and psychology. Okay. So I wanted to make films about people. Mm. So I feel like my life is one big film. Yeah. Okay. So I'm good at narrative. <laughs> That's my key. I'm good at narrative. So then I went to, I was working with a brand called Supreme mm. um, for a long time. I've actually been working with them for 10 Love years. Supreme. Yeah. And I was doing, they were opening in London and I wanted to book a UK artist. 
And I was like, who am I going to book? But I rely on my intuition. Mm. And I bumped into Skepta that night. And I was like, oh my God, I need to book. I need to book Skepta. Yeah. And I really believe in that. So I was like, okay, let me... We were at a show and I was like, okay, let me fu- let me connect with him tomorrow. I didn't know him personally. Yeah. But I was like, okay, someone will connect me with him. So I asked to meet him the next day. And then we met. And there was a few things that happened that have defined our friendship. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, he was just talking about where he was and what he wanted to do. And like, I was like, this is like a cultural story. Yeah. So you need to like treat it like that and start from scratch. He wanted to just travel. He wanted to meet like-minded people. He wanted to, you know, really connect with that. And that's what I did and do anyway. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let me help you to connect those dots a little bit. And he played my show for me. Yeah. But it was like more like we met and we were like instant friends. Yeah. And that was so beautiful because, you know, like when those relationships start and that's how I feel like I've, our friendship and our relationship still is. It still okay. feels like it was based on yeah. this right foundation. So then that that happened. And obviously I worked with him now since 2015. So almost seven seven yeah. years, which has been amazing. And then, yeah, so that was kind of the key pivot into working in, to, in music. And along the way, I met Sars, who's an incredible producer. Yeah. And to me, Sars has a nav- another story to tell, which is a similar a narrative-based story. He needs to explain the music of this continent and tell people why yeah, about it's it. music for the world mm-hmm. and do it in a way that is connecting with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wanted to work with him based on how great he is talent-wise, but also the story he can tell. Um, and then I started an agency because I love brand work. I'm actually, yeah. I feel like that's one of my easiest and best skills. Like, I know strategy. Like, we'll discuss. I'm, <laughs> I'm brand work, Abby. No, no, no. Strategy. We'll indeed I discuss. It. So I know how to tell those stories for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So I was getting loads of jobs. So me and my one of my best friends, Alex, who was at Nike, were like, let's start an agency. And we've been working with that those um, brands for so long. But brands are keep you relevant. Yeah. You know, they keep you on your toes. So mm-hmm. it's really good to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, um, so then I came back to Nigeria for the first time like 10 years ago. Um, my mom had passed away and I wanted to meet all of her mm. family because you know like you're on the phone to people yeah and so you don't like, see them you don't see them so I was like me and my brother came and then when we when I touched down I felt like I, I was home mm. I truly believed like wow now I know who I I know who I yeah. am it was immediate and um from that I was like obviously Skepta's also Nigerian so we we get we were talking about like what are we gonna do we were coming back for shows it was fun yeah. and we were like we have to do something now what are we gonna do and um, our friend Greatness Dex came up with this name Homecoming. Dex has the best words. Together we push <laughs> Greatness first. Homecoming is incredible. And, uh, you know, no one was driving it. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I want to do that. And I wanted to do it built on the values that I care about, mm. which was like amplifying the youth, like uh, empowerment, like creativity, like the sector that is kind of ignored in Nigeria at that point. It felt like it was like... It's not a thing that you want to talk about. Yeah, people about used to be doing, like, so this is why you know, I really like, like you're, you're, you're full creative. Time. Like, <laughs> that way I'm doing. You're doing creative. I don't, and a lot of people would tell me like, my parents don't know what I'm yeah. doing. They don't understand what I'm doing. So they, I became like a person that people were like, always asking me like, how you. am I going to do something? So I was like, this festival will amplify what's happening in those sectors, music, fashion, art, the creative scene. And we will always be able to share learning. Yeah. Like we will tell people openly what we, how to do th- what they're supposed to do. And that's kind of the foundations mm. of how things were built. 
So do you know what I love? She just said, "Oh, you know, my friend." And I said, "Let's start an agency." So we started an agency. <laughs> yeah. And I think I was yeah, so many things. I was <laughs> yeah. like, um, "Mama, what?" I know because it's crazy. I didn't, I didn't. I had no desire to do music management. Everyone and thinks you just, that. You just came and I don't see it. myself as a manager. And I swear down, really? I do not see myself as a music you manager. Too quite. I know, much. but I see yeah. myself as like someone that is working together yeah, to build people. a bigger vision. Mm. Like we're trying to make visionary people that stand the test of time. So that's not like a music manager to yeah. me. That's like a partnership to have a long-term kind of... But where does the like bravery come from to do certain things? So I, I think people have like really big dreams mm. and they also actually have the capacity. So it might not have been tested yet, mm. but in the creative industry, another thing is you don't necessarily, even if you graduate from like music school mm. or you actually went to film school or you have a degree in advertising and marketing, it doesn't matter. Like a lot of it is just putting one step in front mm. of the other, but people don't know that. Mm. And so people get really, really mm. like intimidated yeah. out mm-hmm. of doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Like where, how do you, how did you figure out like, okay, this is actually what I want to do. Mm. And this is, how did you figure out that it's not just wanting to do mm. something, but, Actually taking yeah. steps to get it done. Where does that like? Because it's literally just the bravery of saying, yeah. "Okay, yeah, it's I'm giving going yourself to this. permission to yeah. be like, actually, yeah, yeah, we're doing this, yeah. and that's but, what's going to be." But I think it comes down to a couple of things, and it's true because it's like you don't. The main reason, pe- reason people don't want to do stuff is they don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, let's be real. <laughs> yes. You don't want to do want something and be like, like homegirl. She yeah. doesn't want to give her heart yeah. and then be embarrassed because yeah. he cheats on her, right? So it's the same in any industry. It's like. You're gonna, it's going to happen. Inevitably, things are going to go wrong. Yeah. So I already say to myself, bad things are going to happen, but we're going to get through them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I already know that my approach is that, let me be open to anything yeah. happening, but I'm still going to go. Mm. Because if I don't do it, I'm not fulfilling what I believe yeah. my own purpose is. And mm. I think that purpose has a lot to do with it. And people always say like, purpose, oh my God, it sounds so big. Your purpose could be as simple as like, you care about the environment. Like and that's you want to, you, you know, yeah. you want to contribute to it to it you know saving the planet and then you find a way to do it my purpose is like young people i care about their future mm. i care about the change they're going to make what a mom and yeah i'm yeah, really a mom so when i had a baby like... i was like oh my god makes sense <laughs> but yeah it's like i care about young people and we need to make sure they're prepared to change the world because i mm-hmm. can't change it it's yeah. too late for, like what needs to happen i can contribute it's not going to be me mm. you know i'm not going to be president i'm yeah. not those things it's not going to happen for me, mm. but we can prepare them yeah, to, to be, take it on. To take it on, and they need to. We need to give them all the tools possible. You know, we need to show them the examples. We need to give them the blueprints. We need to care about um, independence, economical empowerment. Two key things. If we empower ourselves economically, then we're in a good place. You it's know, a so, very interesting stance because I find mm. like, like, especially now, a lot of people kind of in this age mm. range are not really. They they look at the older people and mm. it's still like you make way for us. Mm. But very few people mm. are thinking, okay, but who are we mm. making, making way, way for, for? Mm. Um, behind us? Because a lot of us still consider ourselves, see, why are the ones mm. still coming? Mm. So it's funny that like, you're saying, mm. oh, it's not going to be me because I know that especially kind of early 30s, all of that, a lot of people is like, it's still going to be me coming up. So it's a very interesting, like, where do you think that comes from? They are very gung-ho about the next, because I always see you're always promoting like the, like, you know, young people coming up. Mm. And I always find it so interesting Mm. because I'm like, in many ways, yeah, I'm like, (laughs) first of all, Mm. you're not old. (laughs) Like, we're still young. 
And then it's like, you never think, I mean, I never, first of all, I, maybe I'm not a good person. I never think about the youth. Cry. I mean, <laughs> so sorry. I've not even finished yeah. <laughs> Do you know why she's my lying? own. Do you know why she's lying? <laughs> she does. See, she's yeah, lying. She does. It's true. Oh, so it's fine. You, won't have done a, you won't have done a recycling business if you don't exactly. care on some level. Yeah. Okay, we'll get into that yeah. at a later <laughs> time. And I can explain to you. <laughs> However, but like, I don't actively think mm. about it in that way mm. where I'm, I mean, I, I think about it like I'm preparing a future for myself. Mm. Mm. But I like, often go yeah. back to like when I was like 15, 16, 17 and I think about how I was not corrupted. Mm. I didn't see fair. I didn't wasn't fairing anything because I was naive. It's a naivety you have at that age. You have a naivety to do whatever you, just you think, think things can do. happen. You can dream without the reality of life, you know, mm. hitting you. Like You're not thinking about bills. You're not thinking about many things. So if you get those people to think big, they're going to make the, you know, it's going to take them 10 years yeah. quicker to make those decisions. So I want to see like 20 year olds doing things that I'm doing at 30. Yeah. That's what I want to see because you can fast track. I can fast track you. I got, you know, it took me longer because I was still, as much as I'm fearless, I still didn't go for things at that young age. I didn't yeah, like go at 19, 20. And then I'm not saying, and then you felt obsessed with instant gratification that's not true it's not going to happen quickly and mm. if it happens too quickly it doesn't last but what you do need to know is that you can take a risk earlier yeah if you take that risk you get stronger they're like okay you know what took a risk it worked or it didn't work and i learned from it and mm. you'll just end up building like stronger people to when you're younger you have less to lose you have so nothing to like, lose it's actually a lot freer mm-hmm. because it's like okay you a know mistake what? at 17 yeah. C that costs you a year mm. and a mistake at 30 mm-hmm. that, that costs you a year mm-hmm. very those years like a, a, a year at like 32 32 mm. can feel like a lifetime mm-hmm. first of all what were we doing at 17 mm. I was but also an yeah. embarrassment at that age yeah, yeah. Can you, be like, you can chalk it to the, the game the world at 33 when you're having embarrassment it's like um sis it's part of why like why don't you know this game so my cousin is graduating from university this she's finishing at mm. nyu in may and i'm going to try and see her pretty soon so my mom was like hey so what will you guys talk about and i'm going i was like i'm going to encourage her to not be afraid of making certain mistakes or so i, I spent a lot of my early 20s being worried about my reputation mm. yeah being worried about like feeling like I, I had to do certain things in a mm. certain way to be seen a certain way. It wasn't yeah. about doing it because I wanted to do it, but I was very, very mm. worried about people associating me with failure, mm. associating me with like a, what I would have considered a big dating mistake mm. or thought that I was just too playful. And now I'm about to turn 30 and all the, all I feel like I'm now chasing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Like the freedom that I should yeah. have had then yeah. is what I'm trying to do yeah. now. Yeah. Like I felt like I didn't open myself up All to those experiences. Years of worry. Yes. Yeah. And now <laughs> you realize that actually yeah. nobody like it's yeah. not that deep. It's yeah. really it's not like fair pride. Like, it's not that those two things. Yeah. Like, yes. Remove them, eradicate them. I'm Please. like, okay, I failed. Yeah. Okay, everybody has talked yeah, about cool. me. And yeah. I'm I'm to, still here. And I remind myself tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. Wake up and like we just announced homecoming. People can be saying the lineup is dead, is shit, <laughs> is rubbish, this is crap. Grace Ladoja is a failure. Her dad's a governor. Whatever they want to say, they can say whatever they want. But tomorrow, it's a new day. Yeah. So I tried something. Did you try something? Yeah, you're going to do what you're going to so do. So whenever, you yeah. whenever I say to these kids, if no one's trying anything, then what, where do we stand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to try something. And your point is in- incredibly valuable. It's like a lot of people, and like especially black people, people from Nigeria, the restraints of, those restraints of like, I've got to make people proud, the failure, the pressure, 
is even bigger on them. Mm-hmm. So we have to dispel it. We have to empower them. So like that's why like these kids, I don't know if you know the motherland. Like in, in the UK now. If you look at all three of them, they're thriving. Some of them mm. are making six figures. Oh, wow. Six figures okay, in London. Can you hear? I said we should buy skateboards. Six figures in, Lon- <laughs> in London because they always had it. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just needs to be embraced and empowered. Yeah. Mm. They always had it. It was in them. I want to ask you a bit mm. about like growing up in the UK. Mm. So, I, well, thanks to social media, it feels like when you, it's easier to see like how other people live, mm. right? And there's a lot of stuff recently I've been thinking about in terms of like how my life has gone. Mm. And one of the things that has always amazed me is like, I, I think to be a very certain type of like confident, like, um, no, I won't use the word outspoken, but very like go-getting. Mm. I yeah. don't think if you've lived in the West, there's room for a lot of room specifically made for you to do that. Mm. So just to kind of explain what I mean, I'm in Nigeria and I lived in Nigeria full-time till I was 16. Mm. I always knew like I was the standard of beauty. Yeah. I'm a black woman. Mm. The women on billboards Everybody are black. Everybody here is black. You know, my dad worked in finance and he had very successful female colleagues. So wealth, mm. black people being wealthy wasn't new mm. to me. Um, black women doing, doing things. things wasn't new to me. But then I remember the shock. I remember the first time I went to boarding school and my parents paid a shitload of money for my... Mm. And the shock when I realized that, oh, some people don't think I'm beautiful. I said, eh? You know, like when it's so new to yeah, you. Yeah. But then I, I had friends who had grown up there who really didn't, like it was almost like they were just learning. They had to do like a lot of affirmation mm. work, a lot of like, or even when it was time to apply to universities, yeah. I'll never forget, um, Durham was supposed to be an option for mm. me. And I'll never forget, like the school counselor came to me and she was like, um, I had the grades though, but she was like, mm. um, so um, Joela, just, you know, I just wanna, I just wanna, you know, you know how they behave. <laughs> they always when they're about like, to dodge yeah. Some, you know how they behave. She's like, um, you know, I just wanna quickly talk to you about something. Me, I was excited though. She now said, um, so you've been looking at your choices and, um, Durham, just wanna check where your head is at. You know when they're saying mm. that. <laughs> and I was kind of like, excuse mm. me. Like, you know, they asked me mm. for three A's. I, I got like, basically what was supposed to be an A star mm. and two A's in my, mock exams mm. or whatever she was like yes but we don't want any disappointment do we and i really kind of like mm. took that on i remember going yeah. to talk to my mom i'm saying who <laughs> you know it wasn't even a discussion to mm. them i was like of course you can't do it mm. yeah. it wasn't a- and also for nigerian parents my mommy was just like i remember the first time i did my uni application she was like where's cambridge mm. i thought i'm not gonna get to cambridge mm. like, why shouldn't you apply mm-hmm. you never know yes. god can't i just it's thought true. excuse yeah. me we'll now waste one place because you know she said mm. I applied there yeah. and I just thought uh sis yeah so even, but that's how that's how yeah. it is yeah. so I wanted to ask like because I, I know like now obviously looking at the music scene looking mm. at fashion and creativity like there are a lot of young black British people mm. who are like really like able to do a yeah. wide range of things mm. but I remember being 16 and yeah. 17 and that was not the that case. was not case. like I we agree, weren't yeah. seeing Zero. black British stars mm-hmm. music and acting yeah. in the way mm-hmm. like it is coming mm-hmm. out now mm-hmm. if they didn't go to America mm-hmm. then that was it was, thing, like it was always like it was always like a British was, but that's, thing that's why like two things and I, I completely agree with you the power of mothers mothers can convince you that you're great. Yeah. Like all of our mothers told us we were great. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you not do that? Of course you can do that. So motherhood is massive. Like the wom- the women in our lives mm. empower us. It's true. My mom, she's a single mom, left her as an asylum seeker. We grew up on nothing. I'm telling you, we were broke. <laughs> Poor. Yeah. Where I get clothes from my neighbor. That's where I got my Benetton or Naf Naf. 
my friend, my neighbor next door, growing up, she was a, a um, she was an only child, mm. so she didn't have anyone to hand yeah. it down to. So it came to us, you know. So it was real. It wasn't like a, I was. I, kept, I never knew luxury. Mm. I didn't travel till I was eighteen. I got my own passport. And I traveled the world myself on my own money that I'd been working since 15 at JD Sports. Do you know what I mean? I supported my mother. But what I know is that my mother loved me and did everything she could in her power to raise me and my siblings. Mm. And that love and that confidence made me think like, I want to I wanna do well. Yeah. I want to succeed. And a lot of people that immigrants, first gen, mm-hmm. feel the same. My parents left where they went. They lived to come here so we could go to school or we could do something. Yeah. And then, so when you're, someone's sacrificed that for you, you're like, I can't, who am I to say that I'm just going to do whatever? Yeah. My mum never said that you have to do anything, but she, oh, I knew cool. that she, she was like, you just have to do something good, <laughs> do something you believe in, do something you care mm. about, but do it well. Yeah. Cause I was in, luckily just incredibly intelligent. So I was passing school really well. Funnily, someone convinced you not to go to a good university. My English lit teacher was convincing me to apply to Oxford. Mm. He was like, you should go and study English at Oxford. And I was like, I don't really see that in my future. <laughs> I actually want to study like media, drama, yeah. da, da, da. Mm. But it's like, you could go and do that. And mm. I feel like I had like an, a way of like, I was old for my age. Yeah. So I always mm. used to befriend older people. Like my teachers, even though I was not good at school in terms of like, I've gotten a lot of trouble. They still believed in me, you know. Mm. So I was good at like, sh- I was good at self belief. Yeah. <laughs> but that was because my mother made me believe that I had a, I was born for a reason. Yeah. And that, and you'd be, you know, I hear a lot of people's parents say, "My mom's so annoying. Oh my god, she's always praying for me or whatever." And I'm like, you know what? If you can explain to your parents what you want to do, it will make your life so much yeah. easier. Explain to them from young. They might not understand. Find ways that they understand. Mm. Say, I want to make film. What's her favorite film? Even if it's Love Actually, say like, the director of Love Actually is this person. <laughs> it made this amount. And yeah. this, is the net, this is the box office. This mm-hmm. is how much the director made. Mm-hmm. And then they start to understand what you're doing in yeah. those spaces. But I think that growing up as a black Brit, it was, you know, how many times I got called a black bitch yeah. at school or like, Ugly, Babatunde, whatever, like, name. Like, luckily, my name doesn't sound like yeah. anything. And uh, lucky or not, but it doesn't sound like, you know, I don't have a typically Nigerian-sounding yeah. name. So no one, I didn't get that. But Skep was telling me all the abuse that he used to get at school and uh, my friends did. But I think that the switch happened is because we understood our power. Mm. We understood that in music, especially, and culture, we were valuable, you know. Yeah, you're the ones like setting this. this where things changed and yeah. it was really like that, that kind of skeptic generation that switched that so solid skeptic like black music is the music of the streets and the people. That's what mm-hmm. people want to hear. And as soon as we understood that and we started to like own it, then everything changed culturally. Look at look at the like look at anything in the UK now. It's black it's culture black that is dominating that culture top, yeah. globally. Like we are dominating it. Now we need to own it. That's where we're not winning. Yeah, I um, um my dad and I were debating something and he said, look, obviously he's proud of me. He's happy. He's like, look, mm. I'm happy about the forward facing yeah. stuff. Mm. But he was like, he needs like young Africans, young African-Americans, young black British people to know. He's, my dad is an accountant. Mm. So he's like, see, when people say, sometimes it's not like just, it's not go to school for mm. fun. He's like, see, if you're a black business agent, mm-hmm. if you're a black lawyer, mm-hmm. you're a black accountant, 
you know where your people are getting yeah. schooled. Mm. So there's stuff you don't know. 100%. Because they are stopping you from... Because you don't know you don't the know game. game. Like you know say. the front end of the game. But, but you, like don't, you know don't know the, the like game. The inside the room where they funny. set the rules. It's funny because I'm do, we're doing a panel about mm. it, the jobs in music. If you look at Jay-Z's Christmas photo, go and look at his New Year photo. Mm. There's two people there always, his accountant and lawyer. <laughs> Any artist... <laughs> Forget entourage. Yeah, those are the F- people F- keeping F- you alive. So F- F- accountant phones me now. We pick up. That's the first person. <laughs> the accountant, the lawyer. They're mm-hmm. the most important people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone else is dis- ind- yeah. dispensable. Those two people will probably stay with the artist yeah. for life if they're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. So there's huge in- ways to connect to things that you love. And you don't think about that as like a music and job. Exactly. But it's like, entertainment law. If you don't count your money, how many people do we know who have started, who have ended up, all their money has scattered? Mm-hmm. There's one entertainment lawyer that is dominating, one black man. Mm. He's dominating because he's the only he's black the only man big one, that yeah. everyone thinks is working for a good company. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we need more people yeah. to go. Going you should into go finance. Into, you love finance, do it. But look, you're going to be on the jet, I'm telling you. <laughs> yes. You're to be on the jet, you'll yes. be there. But you've got a real role. You've got like something to do there and, I was watching and, an episode of um, 90s Baby mm. and they had these guys on these two black mm. guys who were talking about your credit score mm. and buying property what you mm-hmm. should look out for and I remember thinking like this is it it's not just mm. the forward facing mm. guys like it's important to see people that look like you and be like people yeah. that look like you talk like you and have uh, not switched and, and, over to being and, something and I'm else telling you, like, like you're still the same way you Skepta. were okay let's talk about British yeah. Skepta, Stormzy, J-Hus, yeah. Dave they all want people that look like them around yeah. them I'm telling you that like we're always trying to find like oh let's try and f-. but there's no one mm-hmm. so we need to empower people to say like those are jobs that you're like, going you to get the job get, you're yeah. the best at it and to me, I'm always about the best. Mm-hmm. I'll only employ the best person. I'm not going to employ someone just because of the color of their yeah. skin. That's not helpful either. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you who I think the best is. Go and work for their firm. Go and say, I said to go and work there. Mm-hmm. You know, Bray and Crane in London. That's my, the best lawyer. That's my lawyer. Yeah. Go and work for him. He said like, Grace, anyone that comes, I'll put them. Do you know what I mean? I can pay yeah. for their, you know, legals, like a lot of payments. He'll mm-hmm. pay. He'll do it. He's like, I want to be more diverse. Yeah. So you, there's so many opportunities in more traditional careers. Don't think it's all gisty. Marketing. Well. Yeah. You make it look, you know. Yeah. You, it looks easy. It's, but then it's, it's what? really challenging. Even even for things like I'm, I'm learning, like mm. you, you don't realize you being the person mm. in the marketing or the ad mm. agency. And you're wondering like, oh, what am I really doing? But like certain artists will never get a phone call. Mm. If you don't say because they don't if you know. don't put mm-hmm. that person's if name you don't down. say if you don't say um, do you guys know who Skepta I'm never is? going to it's, call that person it's because so it's like but you have to explain to them that scene mm. yes you you guys think this is where culture is but let me explain to you mm-hmm. this these are the people that are making mm-hmm. all the things that end up mm. that mm-hmm. you see it like two mm-hmm. months three months later this is where it started mm-hmm. so if you get them mm-hmm. then yeah but somebody has to say that name mm-hmm. somebody has to make that and pitch you, but you also have to be respected so yeah people like i've proved myself yeah you have to be ready myself so people that can respect that yeah but you're totally right i always say to people like young artists play homecoming like just play even as a special guest because people look at you and I guarantee then I can push you into things. Yeah. And the people that are smart do. And the people that's managers and agents are like, my artist is worth a hundred thousand pounds. Why would they wake come up and play? Yeah. Before that. And it's like, it's not really about that. It's about like the shift of culture. Mm-hmm. We're owning culture. We can dictate it. I guarantee someone that plays homecoming 
I can get them a night deal. Mm. I'll tell you that. We'll come and talk about it again. That this person made a lot of money mm-hmm. because yeah, she watch out for people who play at home. But that's how culture See, after this works. Question, I feel like the best thing that Grace plays. I had around the podcast. But, um, <laughs> I do sing. <laughs> no, but the thing again, sing. the thing about again about talent, talent without vision, yeah, doesn't no mean plan. anything. Do you know? I see that a lot. Like sometimes it's like, okay, so what do you want to do? Mm. I remember like there's this. Um, Nigerian babe who wrote a book mm. my cousin and I were laughing about it because she wrote she, <laughs> she said when she met her husband she said he said you know kind of like what do you want to do and she said I want to be a star he said please don't ever say that in public <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that even she mean she was like what, what are you talking about when they first met they were just friends he was like please don't ever in your life <laughs> tell people like, I want to say you want to be a star mean, he's like meaning what what does that mean nothing. and that was the first time she actually had to sit down and figure out like okay what I, want I, want to, I want people do? to know who I am yeah. for what, for what? Mm. and how will I actually like get there mm. and then being realistic about what her options were also helped her be like mm, do I actually want to put in the work like for requires to mm-hmm. be here a lot or required work. to do this mm. when you're in the creative industry you cry blood you there was a <laughs> there was someone that called <laughs> that mm-hmm. called me and um, his sister wants to like start screenwriting mm. and all this stuff and I'm very very open I'm very easy going mm. I was like oh of course you should call me so she called me and she's like oh you know she just thinks I'm so cool blah 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 and I'm very very open I'm very honest so because thinks we have so cool. oh, shut mm-hmm. up oh. I agree she was really not no. oh, oh, shut up and she was, excuse she was like me. oh she just wonderful of you to slip that in <laughs> she wants to start off blah 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 so I said see I wrote my first script in 2014 mm. I got paid 5k <laughs> per episode <laughs> She was quiet. I said, I said, not pounds, naira, 5,000 naira <laughs> per episode. And this was my friend doing me a solid. She's like, oh, <laughs> okay. She's like, okay. And then I explained to her, like, see, you will cry a lot. Mm. You're, before your brother called me yesterday, I cried. Like, don't, like, mm. it doesn't, it doesn't change. It's very, very hard. I told her, like, numbers. I explained, I was like, look, your brother is my friend, friend. Yeah. I can call your brother if I'm in trouble. So I'll be very honest mm. with you. This is what it's going to mm. look like. This is what your options mm-hmm. are. If this is the market you want to play in. And I need to know if you're ready. So she sent me another text being like, okay, she's giving us another thing. And she's not ready to do mm. it this way. Yeah. So what do I think about her writing an alternative way? And yeah. I was like, okay, this makes more sense. Given mm. the security more you sense want, for you. this mm. makes more sense. So sometimes people just see... Like now, I said what I said. I said, mm. in 2017, mm. you guys oh, are not there. There's nothing I love about that. People mm. coming to me that, oh, they want to start a podcast. And I always say, you know, I'll go for it. I said, however, I said, let me just explain something to you. This thing of showing up mm. every week, I want you to know that is it sounds simple. Mm. You just have to just go to mm. the podcast. Every, see, let me tell you something. Because there'll be... How many days is it? You don't want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some days that you're like, listen, I don't talk to anybody. Let's list of all you people <laughs> listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Then I'll come here. I'll be laughing. I'll be smiling. Mm-hmm. You don't know what I'm facing mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, or just the fact that you have to keep going. Mm-hmm. So you can't do, okay, we did one live show. You can, we can't now say, oh, mm-hmm. I'm tired. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? There's I always fi- more. Girl, I feel you. Because I more. swear... On my life, I almost cancelled her. I'm not going to lie. Really? I almost cancelled it this year after we announced it. I'm telling mm. you this because I want to be real. It was tough. Yeah. It was tough to get the sponsors. Things just were like against me. Yeah. And I was a, I like, I had my baby. I was back at work and I was like, I don't know if, you know, like I have a unwavering self-belief, FYI. Mm. And I felt like that. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to pull it. The sponsors, I made some errors. I didn't think of international sponsors. I thought, I'm here, let me get local, local sponsors. sponsors. And I had to deal with 
that wahala <laughs> that was happening with that just in general like the thing like I didn't think it through as much as I should have mm. and I have to be honest about that you know because like we all feel like that and so to do it but I know that I have to keep it consistent yeah if I miss a year not because then of COVID it, or whatever it has ripple it, effects it changes what this is about mm-hmm. so I have to pull this in whatever capacity it happens mm-hmm. and we are there now but the truth is that this time last week I was like I'm not sure like sponsors yeah. were dropping off left right and center and it costs money to I don't yeah. make money from homecoming people mm. think I'm I've made it. money <laughs> of course but I don't make money for that's a that's a project mm-hmm. to yeah. help people mm-hmm. that's my philanthropy yeah. in life you know but it's important to me it's something I care about but um, yeah I was like like you when you like have to get up and do it and drive it people are like oh, I want to start a festival I want to do something in Nigeria all the UK people thinking, oh, I'm coming to Nigeria uh, I'm doing a show I'm bro, like go for it is it like that they Please do things go for it even with it. my work it's, so you know I'm starting a factory and some mm. someone connected me someone the other day oh they want to do this they want to mm. do that and I said mm. I just said sis. Yeah. by the time I finished saying the whole story I said look it took me one year mm-hmm. to raise money and let me tell you something there's nobody in Lagos I don't know mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, honestly, I was mm-hmm. like, let me explain something mm-hmm. to you. There's nobody in Lagos mm-hmm. that I don't like. All people you are mm-hmm. going to say, oh, did you? I know them personally. Mm-hmm. I went to them. It took me one year, and like, I know that I'm going to do the work. Mm-hmm. The plan was solid. The connection was solid. Mm-hmm. I said, let me. When I say this thing is hard, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard and there's, work. there's no way to like. I don't know how to package it for mm-hmm. you. There is hard, mm-hmm. and so and I'm like, look. And I'm explaining to you all the advantages that I had and it was still... Mm. So, um, if you're not prepared, mm-hmm. don't let it be as safe. Yeah, not, ev- not everyday entrepreneur. It's, not, it's actually not it's everyday n- sometimes. <laughs> Look, if someone yeah. was paying... If, I, if someone sent me an offer now with a certain number, let me tell you something, I'm packing everything mm. up. But it's like, <laughs> no. I, I, I understand because I think like, I couldn't exist without my team of 20 people. Those exactly. are 20 people that I will die for yeah. mm. that work with me every day that have a job yeah. they're not trying to be an artist no. or a thing. so there's great roles in this industry as well mm. you don't always have to be the one everyone's desperate to be the one and I think that's an that's interesting not, thing because you like yeah. work with people who you are the one in this mm. like in certain capacity but yeah. you're I also work working with people, with people who are, are the one yeah. Mm. Yeah. so like when you're working with Skepta mm. it is about yes, it's about that and I think there's a lot of people who are not yet mm. comfortable mm. with that mm. kind of dynamic mm. because we kind of are in a society where there's so much focus mm. on you being one. Mm-hmm. But then how is it going to work? It's not going to work. How's I'm telling you that. It's impossible. It's like, I mean, even thinking about this one, just left. I remember um, watching an interview with Issa Rae and Zendaya. Mm. And Zendaya was talking about how before, like, her post-Disney, pre-like becoming, because Zendaya is an A-lister, she figured like she needed to package her look and that's when she started mm. working with her. She was saying she was wearing mm. dresses to, mm. to places. She was just going to She was just going out so that people would see that she's fashionable. She's mm. fashionable. So cause she, that was just going to be her thing because mm. like there was nothing else. There was mm. nothing else. Like the, the like work wasn't really coming mm. in the way she wanted mm. or the kind of thing she was being offered. And now everybody talks about Law Roach. Mm. But at the time, mm. It was just mm. he was just working with this seventeen mm-hmm. or eighteen year old yeah. girl that wasn't an mm-hmm. A-lister. Mm-hmm. She was just showing up on red carpet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people mm-hmm. would take her, and now Laroche is like mm. the like exactly. stylist, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm just imagining like, what if he had felt like I want to be a very specific type mm-hmm. of stylist? Mm-hmm. I don't want to take on. I don't want to take on. Who are you, babe? Who is this person? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I do think it's really important to like. I mean, even in the studio here, there's mm-hmm. a 
there's you see me and Fike. Mm-hmm. But there are people we that make mm-hmm. this there are people that make mm-hmm. this happen. Mm-hmm. If the sound engineer doesn't show up, mm-hmm. I don't know what exactly. is going on there. I'll just be looking. <laughs> I don't know what is mm-hmm. going on there. You have one single podcast. Fake me and I know what we want to make happen. Mm-hmm. We have all these ideas. If our producer doesn't make it happen, mm-hmm. we're finished. We're finished. Yeah, Social media, if Aya doesn't mm-hmm. make it happen, mm-hmm. we're finished. We're just looking. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's really important, um, like you know. The way celebrity works is everybody cares about the celebrity, but it's very important. Like when you talk about like all the like the machinery, one hundred percent. You can have your voice in there because you know what? There's an award for accountants. There's an award for lawyers. (laughs) There's an award for managers. There's an award for art directors. There's an award for everyone. You will be praised in your industry if you're great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what I talk about. Be great if you can. Be great at whatever Mm -hmm. it is you want to do, but you don't have to be the one because there's not enough room for everyone to be the one. And what's funny is that. In, in like almost sort of inevitably when you are very good at something mm. it doesn't actually matter what you do exactly so you're talking about entertainment law mm. if you're a very good entertainment lawyer mm. everybody will look for you exactly everybody I, even I wish, like I me mean, that I might not be in entertainment I might know who you are because mm. it's like oh that's that lawyer that yeah, like we everyone a, we have a friend who's an entertainment lawyer I have a scene is finished. whenever anybody yeah. talks about I know mm. who they're talking about yes. once they just say oh my lawyer she mm. I know it's her mm-hmm. because she's the one I've heard about her yeah mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. the one and I'm like yeah but she's a lawyer yeah do you know what I mean like you can look at this and but she has carved out her corner and she works at a firm she yeah. goes to work every she day does that. she goes to every work every day, day. And, and in an office one of the best things about think, feedback I get about myself is that people are like oh, Grace how can you just wear that or like do you know what I mean like how can you do it like that mm-hmm. and I think that what is important about even if you're in a more traditional job oh, like you can do yourself try and be yourself even if you have to go to work and wear a suit when you're out of work that's where your profile mm-hmm. is also important. Yeah. When you're networking, when you want to show who you are, you can still show. Look at Bazoma from Netflix. So she's the CMO of Netflix, yeah. right? Does she look like the CMO of Netflix? No, Does she, she doesn't. Look like, do you know what I mean? She looks gisty. She looks, I want to hang out with her. Yeah. I met her. I was like, yes, sis, let's go and do <laughs> yeah. our thing. Yeah. Like, I want to link you in Ghana because also we have a way to express ourselves in ev- any industry. And it's not like, and I want to really encourage people to not think that I have to work in fashion to express myself or I have to work in. It's not true. You can work in any sector and you can express yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're great, you'll be known. People will know you. Anyone that DMs me, I look at, I open it. I check their page and it's either yes or no. Is it whether I reply. Yeah. And I'm not anyone, but I'm like, if, you, if I can see you're already trying and you're doing your thing, yeah. you're saying, then it might be worth it, like, yeah. But you haven't taken one risk to get there or you haven't. <laughs> so they want you to take on the so risk I'm not, for them. I'm yeah. not, no, no. I, if you come to me and say, I want to help you, Grace, be great, that means that you're showing a selflessness to grow and be greater than me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Your goal, yeah, I'm going to help you learn everything, then I'm going to be better than you. That's mm-hmm. what I hope the, the goal is. But if you come to me and say, I need you to help me by you paying me. To work for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I want to give why, you the opportunity why, what is it, what's of the paying ben- me. What's the benefit of me? Yeah. Help, what's the benefit for me? Like, a lot of people that message me, I'm like, if you've done a little bit of research, you'll know it's so easy to get to me. I'm, it's, I know I'm not that out there, but you know the things I like now. You know that I like flowers. <laughs> yeah. You know that I like my baby. You've got a talking point. So think about how am I going to approach Grace? Let me look at the things she's into. Yeah, Grace likes that. Cool. Grace likes flowers. So cool. Maybe I'm going to say to her, her assistant, whose email's in her bio, <laughs> I'd like to send the package to Grace. And then it's her flowers with your CV in the thing. Do you know what I mean? Like saying, that's try something. To me, try something. So that's that you, get so you've done something. But also show that 
you you know you you are willing to. Be. I just want to say that if you guys are sending me your CVs, a money bouquet, I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I'm you saying. You know what I mean. Flowers but, would be nice, but, but like put you, it in if, if you haven't even done it enough to do your research yeah, on me, then, then you it's don't, just like yeah. you're not you don't serious. Care. To me, you're not serious. I want to ask you about mm. like building a support system because mm. I know, like you said, your mom's late, mm. um, and you work in an industry that's very tasking, mm-hmm. like emotionally. There's a lot of bandwidth mm. there, yeah. quite emotional bandwidth, and you need people to like as you are support for people. You also need people. To like back you. So what does that? How how are you able to like design that or figure out who is in your corner and yeah. maintain that? Like I think first of all, you need to work with people that respect you and like you. Mm. I don't I don't I don't adhere to bad work environments. I don't mm. like it. I don't think you should mm-hmm. be working in a place where you don't feel like you know it's it's tough love. Yeah, too long. It's like work hard, yes, but that like feeling like you're not worth anything and all of that. Mm. I don't think I don't feel that yeah. at all. So you work. I work in a place that everyone I work with appreciates me and what I do so mm. that's one yeah. strength because that means that any challenge I can talk to them about yeah. it. but it is tough so I have like a pool of people that are my friends like <laughs> that I offload to yeah. but, and I call them my allies they're my allies those are people that when I'm not in a room they're talking about mm. how great I am when I'm not in around and I feel like low they're reminding me Grace this is what you've done this is why you have to continue when I was going to council homecoming I had to call some people yeah. and I had to, they had to remind me like why it's not possible for me to do that. Do you know what I mean? Because we do have those low points. So your allies are super important. They're people mm-hmm. that could be your friends. Yeah. They could be people that, you know, were mentors. They could be anyone. They could be family members. Like my brother's really key. Irene, Sharmadine, like people that are do, going through similar yeah. things. But yeah, you have to call them for them to remind you yeah. who you are or who you've told them you are. And then they will help to support you to be that person. Mm. And I think that luckily for me, like, I don't really have problems with my clients. Like, me and Skepta are friends. I speak yeah. to him. I can speak to him about anything. We have children. We right. He to- He's the one that pushed me to have a mm. year's maternity leave. He said, Grace, I don't want to talk to you about work. Yeah. Don't, talk to- <laughs> don't talk to me about work this year. If you want to talk to me, that's on you. Yeah. But I don't want you to talk to me about work. I want you to have this year to baby. be. Because yeah. Yeah, I've done it and you need to do it. Like, it's sick, you know? So... I respected that. Obviously, I did work. So he was like, are you back at work? <laughs> like, and I'm like, no. So like, okay, I'm going to talk to you because he has other managers that we work with, mm. Sam or whoever else. Uh, and it's really important to have that support in yeah. your team and you're around you and you have to build that. And it takes years because some of my friends have been, you know, used to, I'm sure you two call each other, you know, when you've got a problem or whatever. So yeah, but... <laughs> But depending <laughs> it's, it's really key because yeah. when you have those low moments if you don't have the right people homecoming would not be happening you'll sink you know? completely so yeah. you need to have yeah. those people yeah I think I think it's important to say stuff like that because mm-hmm. you know the, I and mean, you know it's something I don't do anything alone mm, I don't yeah. do anything yeah. I don't do anything that's, alone let me tell and you, people that love to say ultimate key I don't do anything alone my agency I'm supported by see that is the hack I always tell my friends that if I could afford you I'd have hired Mm -hmm. all my friends Mm -hmm. because that's the that's the only way to go I I don't want to be lonely I don't and I also don't want to be around like Mm -hmm. anybody that I don't think nah Mm -hmm. this like this is Mm -hmm. do you know something that impresses Mm -hmm. me so like I mean obviously I don't need personal but I remember going for like the femme concert Mm -hmm. in December and I was just looking at Iomedia. All her friends, her friends. work mm-hmm. in that company. All mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't even... Mm-hmm. One of them was saying, look, like... She just pays me for, like, fuel mm-hmm. or something. Like, But she has gathered yeah, all I her people. I always do that. The mm-hmm. network. She has gathered all mm-hmm. her people in any capacity. 
just now come and just come and work. My just main come thing, and, work. Is and I started learning it mm. now that actually, why am I trying to reach out to mm. like? So no. I, I thought, oh, I wanted to do something the other day, and I was like, someone said, oh, call this person who's the best at. And I remember just thinking to myself, okay, but I know people who mm. do this, yeah, mm-hmm. and they might be as and I'm good like, as. I would enjoy yeah. it mm. so much more mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. They don't have an award. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They don't have yes. any award. Yes, yes. This yes. person has an award, which is nice. But like the way the way the person was even replying, I thought who you mm. and who, honey. <laughs> I thought me. Don't, don't work with people that the don't The person was saying, me. "Oh, you know, I'm not available till." Yeah. I thought, "Excuse mm. me, mm. if you reply this person again," mm. <laughs> and I called one of my friends, and she was like, "Ah." We move now. We didn't even discuss the money. To like, I was like, "How much?" Is she was like, "That's true." That's that, <laughs> so like that's, true. and that's what life will teach you. I'm She's like, "That's you. actually true." We're supposed to. There's money yeah. involved, and we we and like we went ahead, yeah. and I was like, "Wait, why am I not doing that?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I'll tell you. Everyone on our payroll, I know. Yeah, I know everyone on our payroll. Skepta alone, a year probably employs about. 400 to 500 people wow. like in terms of from live show to tour mm, yeah. um, pre-COVID you know like real yeah. like agent da, 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 assistants 4 to 500 people we know them if we can give someone that opportunity yeah, to, to meet in. another thing is CV if someone gets something on their CV if someone that you're working with is allowed yes. to say on their CV they That's created this this is starting to go and the thing is you don't know if it's going to go or not. So you have to believe in what who you're working with and what mm-hmm. you're working with. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm an oracle. I know what's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's my God-given yeah. gift. Mm. I know what is going to be great. I'm mm. sorry. I know what's going to go. I know <laughs> I know who's going to go. Mm. I just know. This is like my, I know how that strategy. Yeah. But equally, it's so important to like work with people because you believe in the project. Not because of their name or what they've proven like, you know, like I can start something new. I started a festival from nothing. There's people here that supported me from like yeah. my partner, TZ, Bizzle. Like people that would, I was in a group message. I looked back at it recently. I was like, wow, we did this from WhatsApp. Yeah, it's crazy. Just WhatsApp and people like that I thought were good. Not necessarily the best booking agent yeah. or the best. Da, 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 but they were there to support you. Mm-hmm. So work with people that want to believe And a lot of vision. times they deliver. They always and deliver. And just like, and they deliver not even because of, of necessarily they're the best, but because like, there's also that added thing mm-hmm. of, I know you and I understand what we're, we're trying to achieve. Do you know what? So I don't want to mess up for you. Do you know what happened to me? You don't want to mess up for me. Do you know what happened to me? The day that I moved to Nigeria, my assistant quit. Wow. Oh, she Jesus. quit. And I was like, fuck, I'm screwed. <laughs> I literally was like, I looked at what I had in front of me. And I was like, I am screwed. I'm, I, I never feel like that. Yeah. But I was like sinking kind of already. Mm. I was moving to Nigeria. It was going to be like hectic. Mm. And then I was like, oh my God, this person's going to leave me at this point. But you know, I was like, you know what? She's She's been great, but this yeah. is not the right time for her. And then finally, midday, I said, midday, I need one of your people. I need someone that you think is as good as you to work with me. And be with me all the time. And I got blessed with Tiwa, who's there. And you know why <laughs> Tiwa's amazing? Because she's going to ride for me. Like, if we have to work at midnight, we're going to work at midnight. If we have to get something done today, we have to get it done. Mm. And that's what commitment is. It's not always going to be nine to five. I'm out the door. Oh, my God. You know, you have to sacrifice. Tiba's going to excel in life, whether she works with me or not. Just because I know that. I'm Period. telling you, she's, Period. She is, she's, she's got it. Yeah. She's mm. got it. She gets it. You know, she's 23. I'm like, wow. You're better than anyone I've worked with this closely. Do you know what I mean? At 23, where are you going to be at 25? Yeah. But the, the thing is, is 
you have to sacrifice yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's a really important for like people to know the sacrifice that goes into the late nights, the planning of the podcast, the, do you know what I mean? The writing that, you know, like whatever you're doing and in your whole life, it's not nine to five. Yeah. It's like you commit to it. You have I'm, to be work, doing it the I'm whole a mum from, you know, eight to yeah. eight. And then I'm working from eight to four sometimes, yeah. you know, like, because I have to get it done. And it's really like a commitment that you have to make for yourself. Speaking of motherhood. Speaking of motherhood, how's that going? It's the best job. (laughs) I swear. Honestly, I'm very much enjoying it. I love Uh, like moms who are like uh, having a good time. I love my son. He's so jokes. I have the best time Mm. with my son. Like he is amazing. I'm so blessed to experience motherhood. And it wasn't easy because Mm. obviously like I had lots of things that people that happened that would prevent me from being mm. a mother. Like I had fibroids and then like I had to have a few surgeries mm. really common in black women. But without correcting that, I wouldn't even be able to have my son. Yeah. And I'd miscarried but previously. So it's been like a, a journey. Yeah. But when I look at my son, I'm like, this is the best thing I did with my life. Yeah. Like you are, you are amazing. You're like, mm. a, just like here to like yeah. ginger. <laughs> You're here to ginger. And know that life is gonna be good for yeah. you. I think you know? I think parenting must be interesting because sometimes I do I do something that's not a big deal. Yeah. And let's see, and I'm I am i am not saying it like modestly. I mean I genuinely do something that's not yeah. a big deal. And my mom will come and say, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm so impressed. <laughs> wow. I'm just this, like, is, this is something. I'm like, Mom, is not a big deal. No, other people's children the are last doing this. Episode, my mom kept posting that we had Patrice. Mm. Ever like with a Z, <laughs> and I had to be like, Sis, I love the support in terms of the spelling. Yeah, <laughs> it's so like it's so interesting. My, my mom and How dad, like this babe? she posted it like five times. My, my mom like, and dad work together, now. like they, they work in the same um, yeah. finance firm, so they went to see to do something in like Nasarawa yesterday, and mm. they went and came back on the same day. <laughs> Like, I called my mom. She's like, no, 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 we're fine. Nothing mm. happened. <laughs> so she gets home. I'm like, oh, yeah, back. She said, yes. That while she was on the road, she just kept thinking about the things that are important to her, mm. like her children, you know, <laughs> because, you know, she must attend her children's weddings. I said, mom, <laughs> that's not what is important. <laughs> Your life. She said, no, 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 no. Nobody will represent, uh, let me say said, nobody will represent me at my children's wedding. Nah. I said, okay, do you know what, girl? I don't have Mother's Day. Yeah. I got the highest shade. So mm. we, we took everyone, me and my brother, we took everybody to lunch for Mother's Day. As my grandma just sent me a text, lovely Mother's Day. Hopefully, the next one will be in your marital home. I said, God, please. No, she sent me the text. I can't even move forward. There's a lot of pressure, but I think that there's two things. I had a child before Mm. getting married, which is not common. Like, I I was like, it came before, and that is how it's going to be, and you just have to push through. But I think that the child softens everything. (laughs) Yeah, because when they see a baby, like, what are you going to say? The child is here. Okay. (laughs) We can figure out the rest. Mm. But equally, it's not that easy. Mm. And I know that, like, obviously, Instagram's highlights, whatever. It's not easy, but my advice to mothers is don't take it too seriously. As long as a baby is not being hurt, like, you're like, cool. Love, yeah, I like sometimes baby. you can get fixed on one thing. Getting every single that's thing. not even yeah. remotely important. Mm-hmm. And forget anyone else's child. Why don't you take out anyone else's child and what they're doing or... Whatever anyone's whatever saying anyone's to you about parenting this style is, this kid's yeah. good. why is this kid just go with go for it mm. do you and anytime your child is doing the craziest thing ginger if you're giving it me and my son we dance when he's crying I take him out and we go and dance and then he's like back into a mood so we have a lot of fun yeah. together and I think that 
there was a point where I didn't know that. And I was like, oh my God, he's not sleeping. I need him to sleep at two o'clock. You know, and I was like, stressed that he wasn't. I'm like, you know what? If he's going to sleep at four, he's going to sleep at four. (laughs) Like, what? He's a baby, you know? Like, it's just like, we're trying our best and Mm. just go with it. But I will urge mothers to, if they, someone's going to pay you to take long maternity leave, take every blood clot day. (laughs) Take every day because someone is paying you to enjoy time with your child. That you're not going to get that time back. I can't even imagine going back to work after three months. I can't imagine it. That's what American standards are. Yeah. I can't, I've been almost a year and I'm like still like, oh, the nanny. I don't want, an, I don't have a nanny. Where? I don't have a nanny. I have like someone that helps me. Yeah. With that, but I don't have a nanny. I still care for my child at least half of his waking yeah. hours, you know, because I'm still want to be involved in his mm. life. But do you, do you, however you want, take that year don't take it too seriously, you know, just enjoy it. Make sure you feel good. Get ready yeah. yourself. Even if the baby has to cry, <laughs> get ready. <laughs> if you have to put him with someone and he has to cry for five, for 10 minutes because he doesn't like your friend or whatever, <laughs> and you come back and your friend is flustered, you need to get ready. Go yeah. and get ready because you'll feel better mm. about yourself and you yeah. feel yeah. good. So make I, have sure, a, I have a friend who yeah. has two children and mm. I remember when she had, she just, the second one was fresh, fresh. Mm. So we'd gone to her house to say hello and everything. She's like, ah, thank God people are here. She <laughs> almost threw the boy. And I'm very anxious around babies because they're so soft. Yeah. And, so she, she left it to like, ah, thank God people are here. She just dropped the baby. I was like, hey. Yeah. So I need a nap. Yeah. 20 minutes. <laughs> the boy was screaming. Yeah. She slept through everything. When yeah. she came back, she said, ah, I feel so much better. How was it? She said it was terrible. Yeah. It was, it was, it was terrible. She said, that's how they are. Yeah. That's how, she didn't even care. Yeah. She was like, that's how they are. I need my rest. Okay, will you be back tomorrow? Because I, I need see my <laughs> friend, our second child. She's just like, eh, my dear. We, the first yeah. one, we're pan- you won't die. Yeah. Yeah. This shouting, no. let me, yeah. and that's how she talks to her baby. That let me tell you something, you're going to be fine. Yeah. That's the <laughs> All same. this thing, this thing you're making noise. Mm. Why? Why? Mm. Why can't you just say what you yeah. want? Yeah. And I'm like, the child is like yeah. four months. Yeah, yeah. Why are you speaking mm. to him in this? But it's true. I and do she's that. just like, bro, that. what? Like, if yeah. you can't like enunciate what you want, then what? You, why are you screaming? Yeah. I said, you, you'll be there. Yeah. Me? She was like, me. They left me when I was crying. So as for you, yeah. there's nothing we're gonna do here. <laughs> And I'm watching something. Mm. So if you don't mind. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. kind of yeah. no, I, I, I like all of like, that. Look, mm. I can't die here. No, you can't. I love it. I and love seeing like young moms and new moms in our generation really being honest about everything. Yeah. So I remember like even when um, Irene was talking about fibroids mm. like a while ago mm-hmm. and I remember thinking that like, this is so important because mm. what so happens is people have it. Yeah, people don't you know, my mom just told me she's like oh, so I many black women yeah. have it like it's 80% of black yeah. women have fibroids which is an it's incredibly insane. disturbing statistic mm-hmm. and we still don't that. talk about all those things I'm like do you know how many people have PCOS do you know, do you know the worst the thing is they don't know why yeah do you know why because they don't care about black people yeah. they don't know why we have fibroids or sickle cell yeah. or anything that is about the do black do you know how I feel slightly differently yeah. about that so mine is very like internal because I grew up here yeah. so a part of me also feels like it's the same way nobody's going to love Zakai more mm. than you. Nobody. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter how much anybody else thinks they love him. Yeah, his mother, mm. you love him. Like, I remember talking to my my friend who's a doctor about this and she was like, look, if Nigeria, the most populous mm. black nation on yeah, the planet, yeah, yeah. is not going to put stinking bastard money towards yeah. research on sickle cell, research yeah. on fibroids, yeah. research on... Then who are we going to win? Who, that's why, why would they care? That's, that's their business. why the, ne- the president in... 20 years needs to care. 
Yeah. That's why we need to empower that president now. That's 13, 14 so now to say like, you know, you there's some thinking. things we have to change. Yeah. And there's some things that won't be corrupted by. Yeah. And that, you know, like we have to have people that will care. Yeah. The money is there. It's how they want to spend it. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's really, really important. important. But I'm so glad to hear that like you're like enjoying motherhood. And yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's treating you good. Um, but let's talk a little bit about homecoming. So, What's Tell the like? What's, what's, what's going the game on? Plan? Yeah, yeah, like what's happening? She doesn't, oh, shut oh up. <laughs> she doesn't know what's going on. You know, have you seen that meme? Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that TikTok? No. And I'm just oh like, okay, but must you? Yeah. <laughs> you like, I love that you place. For them? Yeah. I love that place. I'm like, we can see you struggling. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but with your age. I know I'm struggling. I can't lie to you. My assistant is coming tomorrow. She's like, okay, there are many things we're going to do. I said, oh Jesus. I was like, Farida, I'm elderly. She's like, no, 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 this one's be their age appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, like, tell us the game plan. So, homecoming, to me, homecoming is not. Uh, it was ne- the funny thing about homecoming, people are like, you came to just kind of like change stuff in Nigeria or think you're going to know what is supposed to happen there. Or like, I got a lot of backlash, actually. Really? Yeah. I'm why? telling you, that's why. Like, always. Ah, from the first one, people are like, you're not even Nigerian. I don't understand. You're not Nigerian. You never grew there. You didn't live there. You didn't. And we have that. So I understand that. I understand that. We have that bad spirit. And like, why are you not just embracing what was already there? But the beauty of homecoming is that it's really about just amplifying the voices. Mm. So this year, we've got a lot of amazing things happening. So obviously, we have the live show. And we did, so people know. Okay, so the festival is from the 15th to the 18th. Mm -hmm. Okay, music, fashion, art, sport. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> Education. Yeah. Education. Okay. So okay. the main thing is obviously the attractions are the music and fashion. Yeah. Okay. So this year we have like amazing, we're taking over Alara. Yeah. So Alara, we're stripping it empty. Wow. Like and doing your out. own. And like someone's going to graffiti the front. Hey. It's really about like these kids rebelling against yeah, luxury and putting ourselves. Oh, Im- imagining themselves imagining themselves in this luxury yeah. space mm. and like positioning them in luxury because actually streetwear and street culture is going to be the new luxury yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's going to maybe be the turning point for Africa yeah. because a lot of black designers are flourishing right now yeah. so we're going to do that but we have like lots of collaborations like we have like a lot of Nigerian brands collaborating mm. with other brands so we'd have like Wolf and Awake and Pata and you know like um, free the youth like a lot of people doing that but then we had an amazing product we made with Virgil Off-White that mm. we're going to release during Homecoming okay. we have Drake's brand Nocta oh, launching wow. for the first time a product that is only going to be available in Nigeria which is what I want to do I make products that are only available yeah, in Nigeria because yeah. I come from like streetwear and I love like that exclusivity but we want to make products that the kids, you can only get it here. Mm. So we have like Drake um, and and Nike dropping something amazing mm. for us here. This one, which is like a huge deal, actually. And then we have like like another brand called Cactus Flea Market. It's quite cult, but she doesn't do anything. So her doing a homecoming exclusive is massive. The kids are going to go crazy. We have Ambush Jewelry, but we have loads of focus on local brands as yeah. well. Mm. So we have like NBDA, do it. Is MBDA? Yeah, MBDA yeah. doing like some products for us. We have like high fashion, like I love Roman Django and all those guys. Like we have like all this clash of different things happening in that space over those two days. So we mm. have a Lara for the weekend. Mm. It's going to be like 
a lot of surprises and it's going to yeah. be super exclusive products that are made for the festival. Mm. So that's the difference between us and maybe another festival. Another festival, everything makes else, things yeah. bespoke. Denim Tears, who Tremaine is now the creative director of Supreme. Yeah. The jeans that he made... It'll make you want to walk on stage. <laughs> I'm telling you, it'll make me want to perform as an artist because they're so like yeah. beautiful. It's mm. like an art piece, you know. So I'm really, really impressed by the lineup. And like Stussy made a wicked take on a vintage tea. Like they just have a, a blessed community yeah. of people that want to support what we're doing here. I feel and like I feel really happy. About Michael that. Jackson is going mm. to be in heaven. <laughs> See, do you Michael know what? Jackson's From here, I can hear him breathing. <laughs> yes, and I'm like, okay, it's next week. Just wait. <laughs> do you get like, because he's breathing heavily. <laughs> um, but so then the music wise, because so, I, I could hear yeah, that yeah. when you said Drake is hot, buy that one. Yeah. I said that's what I thought. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy this one. Yeah. Just come. Relax. <laughs> so music-wise, we always have the show as a playlist because yeah. I okay. don't like hierarchy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I like seamless shows mm. and I want people to... And also the stage is always close to the audience. Mm. No VIP. I like, remember no. I went to the one at Africa Foundation. Yeah, yeah. Like if we were on that, we were inside the stage. Yeah, basically. exactly. That was a exclusive. Yeah. That was 300 people. Yeah. That one never happened nice. again Whiskey then skipped a headline no let me not lie to you that, that was a was concert mad. so you guys are looking for trouble that, like, was, that, was, that was a concert like people were looking at us like, come where are you and I was like listen <laughs> go. I can't, I can't see <laughs> but this year we have like I'm really focusing on what's next because yeah. mm. I feel like the, new the people. first the, okay Wizkid and Skepta was great introduction then the first homecoming that was big it was everyone it was yeah. like Wizkid David O Tiwa, but then also like the new gen Santis and Redunces and Jay Haas who are now big boys exactly but mm. that's what I'm saying we're always at the yeah, at that yeah, point the they cost, were still yeah. up and coming you know so not up and coming but they were still on their journey yeah. um, but this year I really want to focus on like what is happening now mm. and then all of the blown artists will be special guests yeah. you know like if you're if you're blown and you've got in a lot of stuff but we also have a great artist that we want to see like Black Sheriff I really want I to see I love that him. boy. I think he's amazing. Ashake, I think, is my favorite. You know, you know the thing I love about Ashake? He, mm. he has, he ha- it's like he was just waiting. He but was ready. Mm-hmm. It's just he was waiting mm-hmm. for yeah. his moment yeah. to come. The, yeah. the way he like carries himself and mm-hmm. his confidence He's ready. Look at it's like, And I'm yeah. like, wait, is the one song? He, I feel like the way he talks, like he has 10 albums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I love, I love it. I'm like, I'm He's ready. You know jam that you yeah. about he knew what the nicknames would yeah, be, the dances. Yeah. He was ready. He like, was just waiting. See, I love what I love seeing is like strategy. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's not somebody that mm-hmm. made a song. No. Mm-hmm. He made a song with like phrases mm-hmm. that he knew yeah. you would start He's smart. He thought things. about it. Yeah. And I'm like, I love yeah. I love to mm-hmm. see somebody that yeah. understands. Strategy. I was at I was at Bernard's concert in December when Black Sheriff came mm-hmm. out. And I think the song had come out like earlier in the day mm. and stuff. So I was just like, and I didn't really, I didn't know, mm. I hadn't been checking, so I didn't know what was going on. And watching it live, like, I don't know who this mm. kid is, mm-hmm. but he's about to blow, yeah, blow. Yeah, because yeah. obviously doing like um, drill, that mm-hmm. type of drill music and the way, his music is so good. Like, he's so confident yeah. and he's so, he's actually good at what he does. Mm. Because you know, some people are confident, but they are not good. Yes, yeah. yes, they yes. are not good. And you just have to support them. <laughs> but let me tell you something, they do move far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, they just have to, do yes, move Yes, you have to support yes. them. Yes. But he's I actually also good. love a person who's confident and not talented and they know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because they never try to lie to you. They say, okay, you that you have talent, do it now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really excited about, about, about those two guys. We have who are clearly, who I love Zeno. So cool. I love Zeno. I just like his street. He's like, 
I come from like UK and like yeah. there's street guys and like he's a street guy yeah. and he's just got the streets on lock. Yeah. And that is a power and I think it's wicked. Yeah. Um, and then we have like Fave and Rebel, like a good like Detto Black. We have like TZ and Budge. We have like so many, Vic Tony. We have Loj who actually, his record was released on my label. Mm. Hey, well done well done that's yeah. so exciting speaking of like a label how are you able to like fig- when did you figure out that actually like let me just you should just do I the feel like to me I, and i did it as a soft launch so okay. I, like, I didn't even talk about it I just that brought that record. You just out came out, yeah. I was starting to build it. There's a record oh, label God. that I'm obsessed with in the UK called Factory Records. Mm. If you care about music, Google it. Best. It had a club. It had like so many creatives surrounding yeah. it. So that's a long term dream. Mm. Okay. And I feel like Homecoming is a great vehicle. Yeah. To, to do that. Base like base that. that because I want to tell people. I want to yeah. work with people, but in a partnership. Yeah. I'm not trying to rip anyone off. Yeah. So it's like. I want you to be great. I want you to learn. I want you to learn about business. I want you to grow your brands. I want you to be a visionary. I want you to be rich. You know, those are the things I want. Yes. For any artist. See, that's important. Because like, if you're rich, I'm rich. Exactly. So it's let's, better let's that we all have stuff together. Yes. So that's really important for me. But I'm not going to like, it's not like a, I'm going to do it and it's, I need to do it now. It's mm. like, you know what? I know that I'm working towards it's gonna that. It's going to grow over time. The time is right. I've got a, a lot of options. And when I'm ready, I'm going to, I love Choose, yeah. I, just, I love it. hearing things like I'm that. See, I love, you know what I love? I love being around people doing things. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> she's just doing things. Yeah, just uh, like things are happening. Things she's I'm doing to, things. I'm up to stuff. Exactly. And that's so mm. important. So who else is playing Homecoming? Tiwa. Oh, S God. I love S God. S God. I'm about to say that. You so, S-God I, so far, I know everybody you've mentioned. S God, she played that film. landed now. I feel like, does she have a song with Jeto? I feel no, like once we no. start, once you start from S God downwards, I have to go and start checking. There are many people at FemFest. Let me tell you something. At FemFest, let me not lie to you. There were a lot of people. I had to be Googling things. <laughs> but that's so really Instagram cool as well. Yeah, yeah, because like I was like, sis, you said your name is. <laughs> oh, we have Fireboy as well. Yeah, Do you know yeah, I, I love Fireboy. that kid so much? And let me tell you, like, Fireboy is my favorite lyricist of all time. Like, what is a Shakespeare? <laughs> that boy's pen because he's always saying rubbish we have five and I love it and Buju yeah. I like Buju as well I haven't it's seen not it. Not Buju again, oh, I'm sorry I'm calling him <laughs> even on the flight I made them put brackets Buju his name is Benson his name is Benson I said that and I see you so I heard a him that you know that this thing you've done doesn't make sense mm-hmm. it does that, because when you move on. Buju you see Buju Banton yeah. that is Buju Banton definitely tried to sue him I'm sure yeah what so, uh, let's be real. No, this is the fair fair first that's, time I've thought about that's this. Real. And absolutely fair. Mm. How can you just come? <laughs> then you, my name. Yeah. So then we also have like some artists from the UK. Okay. No yes. Skepta. No Skepta's played them coming in now. Okay, so I wanted He's to get a, into that yeah. because like my agenda is separate. Yeah. With that. <laughs> so Grace. So like wait, wait, I wait, change. Let me finish the lineup. Then we okay, can sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. So then we have like this guy, which you you guys probably know, but you don't. Hey! Central, <laughs> Central C. Do you Ooh. know him? Central C is like the biggest mm. artist in the UK now. Big, are you sure? He's huge. Mm. Central C is like massive. Sh- you shut, shut up. up. <laughs> shut up. What do you mean? Excuse me. Okay, we don't know. Okay, we don't know. <laughs> anyway, now we'll okay, find, we'll out. find yeah, out. And we have Lancey Foe. Do you know him? Stop asking this. <laughs> I, actually, I actually know who that is. 
No, I don't know anything at all, but I actually know who that is. So, like, points for Lance is amazing. He's gonna points be, for me. Gonna, this year, you'll see. And that. I know him because Lancey, somebody him. posted him. Yeah, yeah story. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so Lance, but then also we have Pokoli to just yeah, give, us to give us a bit of ja- ginger. <laughs> I like Pokoli. So do I. So we have a really good, really, really good I like good that. Lineup. It's a mix. It's a good mix. Yeah, it's like, people, you know, people you mm-hmm. meet, people I think you that find the discovery, because you've got to remember that. Rema played his first ever show at Homecoming. Wow. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you as a fact, I saw the ripple effect. Mm. I saw the people that came from there going DJ at Paris Fashion yeah. Week. People say, who's this? And then the person said, what's that guy? What's that guy from Homecoming again? What's that song yeah. again? Playing it and then it's going off. It, I like it. It, it, it has an effect. It's a mixed and, I, vibe. and that's the main thing about Homecoming. Yeah. I want to amplify these people. But I love, I love that you designed it that way because sometimes when you're a creative People sometimes talk about opportunities, mm. but it often feels like wasted time mm. because you go and do these things mm. and, and it doesn't, doesn't go, go anywhere. anywhere. There's because no mechanism. No. The the person who's designed it hasn't thought of, yeah. apart from me, who's built this show and it's nice. What's, how can I design mm. it so it does something for the artist? It does something thing. for the musicians. Yeah. So we, yeah. we have great things. We have a huge editorial that we're going to do in ID magazine, mm. like 25 pages about... Okay, so, that's that even as good on yeah. a global level but we always bring press we bring press Important. to see and do stories not about me about the people the that press, are playing yeah. and that's international and local you know mm-hmm. like i think it's really important to do that but also make sure that we are doing stuff and you know there's two things that I'm, we're going to do a big tour later in like atlanta other places where we're going to bring people but Paris, like Lowe's, London. But also, I want to make sure that the artists, I'm going to be transparent with them this year. I'm doing a panel. Mm. The, the, the tr- if you come to my panel, that so I'm like your will you explain the I'm real, real the yeah. reality. I'm going to break down the record and tell you yeah. the numbers. So you what the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the facts, the ins and outs. Every panel, we've got a lot of panels about music mainly because the music industry to me here needs it's some very help. Like, um, it's very like it's very oh she's so polite she said need some help <laughs> she said need some help it's, <laughs> it's something it's a scatter it's, it's, it's not fair for the no. artists at opinion. all do you so, know I remember all. I was seeing something and I it's saw like, a lot of contracts yeah. are like sleeping mm-hmm. yes which is crazy I, and I remember looking at something and I said Bro. you've got to remember all the artists I work with are independent yeah. that means they own their music their shit, yeah. they own their music that's not the way the and that's really it, yeah. important there's people that have got the biggest song in the world they, they didn't realise they signed their record deal and their publishing deal in the same Together. thing for a couple of thousand pounds and now them, that song might be making millions yeah, you're you not going to see anything. a penny so a lot of artists are suffering in silence I'm telling you here I know for a fact mm. so it's my job to, to tell them to let people know the game what, what yeah. the truth is like I'm not telling you anything just facts truth where, how it happens in, uh, we're in a global yeah village elsewhere, and so we yeah, have to step so you can up see, like we can't just has, do all this how it is no, in Nigeria no like, I'm sick of that I'm sick of that because we're not that yeah. Now now. We're, we're not having, that. We're, we're, having, gen- this we're having global stars. Look, I'm like, are you not paying It's not that anymore. It's mm. not slave deals. It's not you yeah. sign everything to me for 10k. Yeah. But you know what? I always wonder. So just like on a personal level, yeah. as someone who creates, I don't know. I mean, I see on in the short term how in, how maybe if you are greedy, you want to take over an, an artist catalog. But there's nothing that motivates 
someone person. to make more money mm. yeah. than, the than them seeing yeah. money. Like yeah. seeing their own money it. and seeing it in real time. Well, you, you know, remember the stakeholders think. are not like us. Fair and also remember that. So, and that's what I was going to say that a lot of people that have the money to mm. fund, they're not, they're not creative they people. Care. They're not busy people. They they just just, just, you went to go and meet your uncle, Kineko, he ran you one thing and he's looking at it the way he would look at, oh, you're starting a business, I'm taking 40%, you know. so more. Their mind is not... You've got on, to think about oh, it. your motivation, your masters. Their mind is come. I paid for this thing that you say you are doing. Yeah, I gave you money. Yeah, and, and I was my my yeah. thing. Mm. So we need to like change that. And I'm so sorry. I it's gonna it. a lot of people. Are, more people are gonna hate me. People will be upset. It's life. It's, it's not life. I think. I think. The, I think people who are not there yet will be grateful to mm-hmm. know the truth. Yeah. And a lot of people, you would have casted them. Like, yes. so it's like it's actually, just this is the industry that you're because it's a lot of people that also be there are the ones running Next the up. industry yeah, yeah. and like keeping these things going mm. they want to keep it going yeah. but, but it's always important because what happens is that you you might have a reputation for being difficult mm. especially if you know your work I am I've got that reputation I'll take it I'll take it no if, if you're good at mm. what you do mm. people love to label you as difficult mm. to especially you, if you don't take rubbish to make you unprofitable mm. to make you like to make people just even worry of mm. having a conversation with you mm-hmm. but when you know what you're doing actually if it, it's not like you're just being difficult but you have value it will take a mm. bit more time mm-hmm. I can tell you from personal experience, it's 100% worth mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. You will look like the fool. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you sign this deal? Yeah, you've kept this song on the bench. This song was popping. You didn't quickly sign mm-hmm. out. Look at you. You look like an mm-hmm. idiot. You actually, you actually, you have to be ready for people to talk about you on the radio, on blogs, on podcasts. Like you are a fool. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you didn't. And what's the, they always say you didn't maximize the moment mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever. It's okay to look like a bit of mm-hmm. an idiot. It's fine. Your time will come. Your time will come. But you've got to remember that everything in music is done by a deal. Yeah. Everything is signing up, <laughs> legally binding mm-hmm. contracts. So that's where the schoolboy errors are happening. Mm. Like I said, people are signing deals without reading them. They yeah. don't even have a, a lawyer representing them. They're just seeing something. Okay, 25,000, some long yeah. form, you know, maybe 15, 20 pages. And nothing is highlighted. Sign. Cool. So uh, what's publishing? <laughs> <laughs> Publishing could be your biggest deal. That's yeah. where you make like hundreds of thousands, maybe millions from that if you're a good writer. Mm-hmm. I remember I was, yeah. I was thinking something about Jordan Sparks. She's made like, you know, you know, people are like, oh yeah. my God, she's disappeared. Mm-hmm. And she was showing, showing some plaques. Mm-hmm. Like, disappeared my girl is eating, right? She's that's eating what, That's good. what I'm saying. I don't care about front facing. You don't even, even you don't even be the artist. You could be the producer. Mm. Producer life is better for you. I'm telling you. Being the producer, you get all the perks without the stress. Yeah. yeah and you make producer, way more money. Having the time know? of his life. You make way more money. So there's always that. But yeah, it's really about the education side. I love like it. Sharing. So we're partnering with like TikTok, Spotify, okay. um, and The Orchard, who's an Spotify, independent Spotify, so you have okay. partners. Okay. Yeah, okay, but I want okay. people to know how to put their music out on DSPs and make No, no, they know why we're talking oh, to them. sorry. <laughs> Oh. This is a direct sub. Uh-huh. Okay, so you are doing partnership. <laughs> uh, you'll be back. <laughs> you'll be back here. Don't okay. worry. Um, but I love, I love to hear mm. that. I mean, I'm, I'm really loving TikTok at the moment. Like TikTok I love comes, that. TikTok. You can no TikTok have a have a record label now. Sorry? Yes, you yeah, can yeah, sign do, to TikTok. Do. You can sign to TikTok. Oh, wow. this, this promo office you can sign for free. <laughs> you don't even. They won't take any royalties. What for anyone signing up in the first year? They won't take any oh, royalties. Wow. So you know that all these CKs, their songs are blowing yeah. on TikTok. 
Imagine signing to TikTok. There's a song. And, and then then I really like. Who were they going to prioritize? Yeah. I, I actually, I, there's a song I really liked on TikTok, only to find out that it was like an Ellie Goulding song mm. from like Bridget Jones' mm. third. The songs that blow on TikTok, you're just like, do you know that this song came out 13 years ago? Yes, it's so. How did so you guys incredible. just find it? Or, and all or of even a when sudden, they make yeah. when they make like some of these really like DJs make these really mm-hmm. cool mixes that people used to do like challenges and stuff, and it's really really nice. But, like, I enjoy that. I think let's, it's really. Let's cool. be honest. That's probably where it's going to go. Like, yeah. Do you watch how many music videos do you watch? Tell me. Do you go on YouTube? I don't. And do you watch the video end to end? No, I don't. <laughs> Tell me the last one you watched. I don't remember. To be do fair. You, you? Um, I can't. Okay, that's that's because it was because <laughs> it was yeah, popping. Yeah. But you don't. Really I do not remember the last anymore. time a song came out, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to do. I'm going to yeah. watch the video. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. YouTube. I don't know whether people... That's where people engage with yeah. So TikTok, it, it makes sense. No, wait, so please engage with our own. No, no, no. But I'm saying that I'm, I'm on a music <laughs> no, level. No, but, no, but honestly, that's, music, that's... TikTok for content, huge. But music industry needs to change. Yeah. And you, it's, it's, I want it, to ask you something yeah. about how you feel about like artists sometimes getting super frustrated at like things not being the way they were. Mm. Um, and maybe because I create on some level... Um, I think people who make film have had to adapt, you know, you because there's, streamers a, there's, an, edu- and, there's mm. an a generation of TikTok mm. editors yes. now in the so game. They're I, making short films. Yeah, exactly. You, you have to edit. You, you have to like just be open. Mm. But I found that sometimes musicians get really like frustrated because things aren't like the way they a used to be. Way, yeah. And, you know, artists aren't getting the level of attention they used to. And sometimes it feels like you have to do like yeah. a lot more stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I strategy. see that sometimes. and Because it's not like buying a CD. Yeah. Like, and yeah. a part of me feels like if you're not, like this is how the business has changed. And your mind has to be open to the fact that like, yes, I know all you want to do is sing. Mm. Or all you want to do is rap. Or all you want to do is produce like really cool music. Mm. But the music industry has changed in a way that like, if you actually want to connect with your audience, you, have you to might be, have to be open to mm. doing things that were not an option or not a necessity or you five might have or to 10 years ago. you might have to be Adele and get a team. You or, know what or, I mean? Or you have to, and you have to accept that everybody has a place. Good. You are not mm. Adele. But, but even Adele, has she not changed? Yes. Remember Adele that did not talk? <laughs> when was, that's what I was about to say. Adele, Adele went on a road show. Look, I was watching Adele mm. Conan. Mm. This one. Fake that one. Adele Conan was on an good. interview. Yeah. Adele, 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 Adele was on YouTube. Adele has spoken with makeup that she ever spoken Adele in her life. Adele's thing was she didn't she talk. She doesn't talk. Yeah. yeah. That was her thing. Look at her now. She adapted well yeah. and mm-hmm. authentically. And it works. It works. But you have to... You have to be open Any to artist it. that is... Te- and I, this is what I'm going to say to the artist. Like, any artist, if you're on Instagram then you have to adapt. If you're not on Instagram, then, no then stay in your place. Yeah. That, uh, that's full. I understand. But if you're on Instagram, that's already progressed that's to and another space. And a part space, of me so. also thinks in a selfish way, or mm. in, no, not selfish, more like wicked way that like, if you don't want to play the game, then be okay with what comes with it. But what you should do, every artist is be great at live because that industry hasn't changed. People want to see live yes. music. You can always get booked for, f- most of your money, actually, most artists, unless you're independent, will come from your live shows. So if you're great yeah. at live... And there's nothing that makes me sadder always... than going to a concert and realizing yeah. that a song I love, the person doesn't yeah. know how to perform. So you have to, I would say, focus on that. That's a skill you can take. Focus on your live show, you'll make money. Even live artists that are not great at songs, they get booked because people want to see them live. They want to see that energy. So do that, but also just like understand the climate and get a good team. If you're not a TikTok person, That's get what someone I was saying. Like, get a team. Let them Instagram be recording person, you in random It doesn't moments. matter if someone's posting your content. Like, you have to, you, have you know, to you're not... Remember when Bottega went off, and I'm just, no, it's not from doing music, went off Instagram. 
Nubo Tega Blue now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. People, look, look people are I, like, saying, I was like, this is so funny because so, the exact opposite of what the brand so wants. It doesn't has matter. Happened. It doesn't matter. It's still going to be on line. Mm. Yeah. You can't mm. stop it. It's there. Yeah. And the thing is, it's funny because, okay, yeah, Bottega went off and then all these other people with their personal yeah. Bottega yeah. Instagram. <laughs> Blue. Blue. Doing yeah. interviews, like, do you get? Doing I'm Sunday posting time. your shit, and doing now I'm I'm the one. So yeah. for you, spend. <laughs> you know, I like, like see this babel with this with this page. It's mad. I yeah. want to ask you, like, outside of because we've spoken a lot about like music mm. and your career. So outside of that, like, what is Grace? What does Grace do to like chill and wine and what kind of other stuff outside of her work? The funny thing is, in? anyone that really knows me is I'm really unserious. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking because I don't know. I've got this perception of like being very mm. serious. Mm. Maybe because I don't talk a lot because I just feel like. I'm just doing stuff. Yeah. I'm just getting on with it. Mm. I'm doing stuff that is hopefully benefiting people long term. So why do I need to be online like, like that? Exactly. But what I will do is talk more about the truth. Yeah. That's mm. why I'm on your podcast. But I feel like um I like I'm very goofy. I'm very like I like to just laugh a lot. So I I do I'm here in Nigeria. I've been here since December. So mm. I've been like climatizing yeah. to this, you know, like it's a new life for me. Yeah. But I spend a lot of time just like chilling with my baby, my partner, um, and just like hanging out, hanging out with friends, just like normal stuff, yeah. watching a lot of like YouTube and like Netflix, just chilling, like just chilling, like swimming, like whatever, like just chilling. I'm not like, uh, I, I don't like to be always on work yeah. because I feel like I need the space. I'm a very like, I love Jesus. I'm a big, I'm a big church girl. So, which is very shocking to people, but <laughs> like, I, you know, I do like pras, like fasting and yeah. stuff like that, but I really want to tune into like mm. my, my spirituality. Okay. So that's a key part for me as well. Cause I feel like that's what grounds me. That's mm. why I can get through the day. Yeah. You know I mean, without that, I don't think I will be able to like carry on going. Um, what? but no, no, finish, yeah. Finish. So yeah, and then like I like to have fun as well. Like I go out now. I've like my son's almost one. Like I'm back to like, like grace. You, you went out. to the streets. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to like you know like going out. I'm yeah. excited for homecoming because I'm gonna be out for like four days yeah. straight on road, like mm. enjoying myself, like good with people that I like. So. Um, so since moving, I want to ask you like you know, before we round up because Ayo is giving me a funny mm. eye. Um, but, but like moving, you've lived in London like all your life, and now you've moved to Nigeria. I want to ask like what has what have you enjoyed the most and what has been the biggest like eh? <laughs> yeah I think the enjoying the most is like being around people all the time yeah like, I'm around people and it's funny because my son is obsessed with the gate man that's his <laughs> favourite person are you uh, it must be his face he loves George <laughs> he loves him so my son would never interact with someone like yeah, that every you've never day seen so him. he's around we're around people like just interacting with people all the time and like that family spirit is yeah. already there and I think mm. that that is something I, I missed actually so I'm super happy for that. I think that it's great to be in the place that you are talking about yeah, because I'm doing stuff. I'm not like here for like a month and then I'm trying to do everything. I'm like doing it more like mm, spread out and like yeah. I can connect to people and I can see things from afar and like I feel much more connected mm. to what's going on on the continent in yeah. general. But yeah, and I think that it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of things I want to do. Yeah, but and I want my big thing is partnership. Yeah, so I'm like, how can we partner to do these things? Yeah. There's a lot of things I want to do here now that I wouldn't have known I wanted to do unless mm. I was here. For yeah, someone. 
So, and I've, I feel like my split will definitely be six months, six months, depend for so as long as it forth, can, yeah. for as long as it can, maybe longer here, but that would be ideal. Mm. And then the challenge is obviously, how do we still not have stable power? Yeah. Places have it like, it's just, it's just like someone's decided that it's a racket. <laughs> Listen. So they don't want to stabilize it because it's unnecessary yeah. to not have stable power. Mm-hmm. And like, I think power and and internet is my only two cons, <laughs> but everything else I can deal with. But yeah. I've actually got, you know, I put everything in place again used, to try yeah. to multiple my fires, like <laughs> UPS, like everything, like to try and prevent myself getting make taken on that stress, mm. you know, and traffic, of course. But you know, I've, what can I've, you do? You, nothing you can do. So just have your my fire and just yeah. be working. And just have your AC if you can, you know, <laughs> and then that's it. But it's been amazing. It's been like amazing to just let my... I'm really here for my son. Yeah. My son is thriving here. So I had to make that yeah. cool for him. Like London in the winter, in the, fr- in the cold, yeah. in the house. Or Even here. having that help. Yeah. Being able to have... So exactly. having family, exactly. like seeing people. It's so. really, really nice. Like one thing I know for sure, my mom was saying that she, one of the reasons that she knew she couldn't have her children abroad was help. Mm-hmm. Like just because there's so much you have as to do. As a by new yourself. mom, as a young mom, um, you don't you actually don't know a lot of what you're doing. And having people that are just happy to take the baby off you and like, they're not <laughs> they're not doing it in a way that makes you feel like I owe this person. Yeah, like, oh, bring they the want baby to be yeah. there and go away. <laughs> I unfortunately didn't bring him until eight months, so I did the hard oh, yeah. myself in London. But it was cool. Actually, now I'm like, oh, cool. It's more it's easier. Yeah. Like, I'm less precious about things because I've put like yeah. I know what I want to happen mm. so I can guide people a lot better mm, but okay. yeah I'd encourage people if you can go somewhere where you've got a family when you've got a baby go hell yeah go home <laughs> I should have come I should have come after one month <laughs> I should have come here and just relax yeah mm. do you have any other this questions? was amazing I do not oh, I'm, okay. I'm gonna book an appointment with your assistant don't worry about this <laughs> alright thank you yeah, so much oh Grace. my god thank you so this much this was amazing so I hope you enjoyed it I yeah. had a great time yeah, I'm so happy it. thank you sorry oh, for the one like, ripple effect okay. of people asking you to come and talk from now on. no but the one thing I want to tell anyone which I forgot to say is just start just start no matter what it is, if you really believe in it, just start. Because that's why we're all here. Yeah. We just started. And I think that sometimes we were talking about those things, but a reminder to just start. Doesn't matter. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah, just do Be it. Embarrassment see what happens. Tomorrow, no one cares. Mm. Just start. Have fun. Go for it. Enjoy it. Make sure you're enjoying what you do. Yeah. So homecoming, 15th to 17th of Are April. you coming? Yes. Who do you want to see? Um, Skepta. Skepta. <laughs> oh, we didn't speak. But Skepta will be back soon. Good. Good. Yeah, yeah. Very, Very important. important. Be because soon. I don't know Very what Very important that yeah. we discussed with yeah. him recently. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Yes, that's oh, all I'm going to say. He, sh- he, should, he should come on the podcast. I think he's. Is, I think it's essential. I think it's essential that he like, comes. My house works. <laughs> And has, and just and I, think I think it's essential that he comes. <laughs> so I'll send him this essential. and I'll say, like, I, I committed you to. To that next if time that we... guy is not in GQs, like you know, the other is like most attractive. Yeah, that's they're crazy. If he's no, not in people, this year, it's always the people, most attractive man. Like, yeah. They have people. They have GQs, and I know the picture they need to use. It's just the I one. I have it. I it's have not, it. It's, it's, it's on, on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, when the picture came out, I changed my lock screen. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I know he is. Picture. I changed my lock screen, and then my mom was like, "Ah, oh, who's that?" I said, "That was my guy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's looking good. What? But thank you so much, Grace. 15th to 17th of April, homecoming. Fake Hemi and I will be there in our elderly glory. We will. We're going to be having a good time. <laughs> having with the time you. of our lives. Gonna be great. Well, we're um, going to be rocking up. So, guys, please what do you make call sure. it Central Sea or what? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> why don't we give you some tickets to give away? Good, yeah, good. That's what, what we love. Let's so let's you guys can't tickets. come with Please us. Come okay? Let me know what you think. And yeah. we move. Yeah, well, it should I'm very be fun. excited. Yeah. Grace, well Thank done. What you've done is incredible. What you've done is incredible. All right, guys, as usual, you know what to do. Leave comments and share. Oh, Grace, where can people find you on social? Yeah, my name. Full name, Grace Ladoja. Anyway. Do you know that like, you know big babes? They don't give themselves boss lady to themselves. <laughs> no, no, no. My name, I'm who I am. But all right, guys, see you next week. Have bye. a fantastic, fantastic bye, bye. time. Bye, Goodbye. Bye.